Welcome everyone to Video Games the Movie, the podcast where we put video game movies on trial to see if they're guilty of the crime of being kind of shit. Uh, today, we are going to be going over the live action adaptation of the first Ace Attorney game, the Honorable Judge Maxi presiding. Uh, I'm Dan, the uh, prosecutor. Hi, I'm Detective Gigalithic. And for the defense, it's me, Elliot. Mm-hmm. Dan, please don't cut my wages again. <laughs> we'll see. I can't. We'll like, see. I'll have to give my dog up for adoption. I'll take oh, no. him. Uh, yeah, uh, we watched Ace Attorney yeah. 2012. It's a great movie. Oh, hi. With gas. Yeah. yeah. I think this is the first movie we've done that is like a direct adaptation in terms of. Like, it, it is taking plot beats straight from the source material. And it's it like, is startlingly yeah. direct, yeah. Yeah. It, I mean, it's, so- it's literally Ace Attorney the movie. Like, there's mm-hmm. some differences, and like, but obviously, like, the movie would be eight hours long if they adapted the entire game. So, mm, yeah. I'm, I'm willing to give them some of the, uh, of the, uh, of of the the license they took with this game, some of it I'm confused and 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 baffled by, but overall I think they did a really good job of faithfully adapting. Yeah. All right. Well, I I don't I didn't do my homework and I didn't listen to any episodes of this podcast before I came on. So why nor don't I? None of them were related yeah, to this one. So. so. Okay, great. Well, I just didn't. I you know I didn't want to jump right in in case you guys had that you know a, a uh, format that you. Uh, do this in. Yeah. Yeah, well, I guess usually before we start talking about it, uh, we could talk about what games have we been playing lately. Oh. Ooh, uh, okay. Um, uh, guests, go first. Maybe. Okay, well, here's, um, <laughs> I'll tell you a game I've been playing and a game that I haven't been playing, and they'll both be short. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. I have been playing, um, Nora bought me as a going away present uh uh the uh update for animal crossing and it's oh. so all i've been doing is designing people's homes and happy home designer mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. now the game that i haven't been playing is it, is, is it disco elysium is disco elysium i'm gonna come to your house and beat you up <laughs> you gotta play Giga, unless you're coming with a fucking playstation 4 controller there's not a whole lot i can do about it oh shit <laughs> i have the game in my possession yeah that does make it difficult the fact what that i don't acquire. have yeah yeah they're back in stock so i got one so it's coming at the end of next week so i can't uh, i i need to play more of disco elysium yeah uh, I have managed to avoid uh, spoilers this whole time, I, and the the spoilers that I have seen are kind of like JoJo's Bizarre Adventure spoilers, and that like yeah, I'll see something and it's completely meaningless. It would it would it's it's a hard game to spoil. I would say. I'm like, I'm glad about that because it's still gonna be oh the end of next week is New Year's too, so it'll be a week and a half till I have a controller. But, but that's you, what I've been playing. Good time. It's um they they released a uh, an update for it that adds some new content. Ooh. Mm-hmm. And I'm I'm kind I'm kind of glad I waited and uh, well that I forgot that I didn't have a PS4 controller and didn't buy one until yesterday because they um had the rose gold one back in stock so of course I bought the gayest one. Nice. You got to. The gayest color is the color that Peach is made out of. 
Yeah. So, Giga, um, what have you been playing? Oh, you know, Final Fantasy XIV, award-winning online multiplayer role-playing game uh, that you cannot buy. Uh, <laughs> I, 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 I am almost uh, like I instinctually want to launch into the speech, but it doesn't have a free trial free through heaven's word now because you cannot play it. Um, there were too many people what? playing the video game. One, once again, Yoshi P suffering from success as his game proves, and I'm reading here too good. Um, and too many people are wanting to play it at the same time. Um, so to oh. alleviate the strain on the servers, uh, that is causing <laughs> people not to be able to actually pay the game that they pay $15 or more a play month it anymore. to play, uh, they did give us two free weeks because of the queue times. But, uh, yeah, so that people can actually play the game that they pay $15 a month for, um, then uh, th- they made it so that trial players and uh, people without existing accounts who aren't who don't already own the game cannot start playing the game. <laughs> at that point, I think honestly, for fifteen dollars a month, I'm going back to Warcraft. At that point, no, oh, I'm no. logging back on. I'm tracking down my old guild. Oh, <laughs> that does remind me, though. Uh, they did put uh, Final Fantasy Eleven. The old MMO on sale, yes. so people would play that instead. It's yeah, it's it's. I mean, it's still supported. It's a. I hear it's good. Um, mm-hmm. uh, Final Fantasy fourteen continues to be uh, one of the best games I've ever played. Uh, it uh, every other MMO, it makes every other MMO look like dog shit. Uh, and I finished Ed Walker this week, and mm-hmm. it's very good. Other than that. Um, during, when I was, like, t- forcing myself to take breaks from finals last week, uh, I played Warhammer, uh, 40k, Gladius, oh, Relics of War. One. It's a 4x game, but it does not have any diplomacy, <laughs> because it's Warhammer. Um, mm-hmm. and, uh, it's pretty fun, uh. If you're just into, like, hexagons and putting little guys on them. <laughs> My least favorite genre of game, but I salute, I am saluting everybody who does like those. Uh, it's just a kind of, like, I like to see a thing go. I like to, I like to make thing go. Uh, you know, that's good. Mm. Uh, Maxi, what have you been playing? You all heard of Slay the Spire? I have! Oh. I haven't. Yes. Uh, I've mostly been playing a shit ton of Slay the Spire. I got back into it a few weeks ago, and I was like, oh yeah, this game's good, actually. So mm-hmm. I've just been playing a lot of that. What character mm-hmm. are you playing mostly? Um, I bounce between them. When I first started, I was playing a lot of The Watcher, because uh, I haven't played since before they were added, so I wanted to give them a go. Uh, and now I've mostly been focusing on the defect. I managed to get up to Ascension level 10 yesterday so very nice pretty pleased with that turns out deck builders are fun it's it's yes. fun to get cards and be like "Ooh, do i take this one or do i not take this one i feel like rogue that de- roguelike deck builder is match made in heaven because i feel like in roguelike you're inherently building a deck as you go by choosing things like there's an element of randomness Mm-hmm. to like obviously to roguelikes so you have to kind of learn to optimize what you get and 
when you add deck building onto that, it just gets more interesting. So, like, Dicey Dungeons and Slay the Spy and Monster Train are all very interesting games to me. Yeah. Uh, I haven't played Inscription since last month. I pretty much powered through that game. I I have, like, thoughts on Inscription, but this is not, like, a podcast where we're going to dissect that game, so... Ooh, it is a I've podcast about, about video games, but not that one way. Yeah. I've been thinking about that one since I saw uh YouTuber Redacted playing it. Oh no. Uh, a couple of weeks ago. No, I just hate admitting that I um watched YouTube Let's Players. Fair enough. Was it I used play? to watch YouTube Let's yes. Players, but It was? Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> leave leave my ass alone. I used to watch YouTube Let's Players, but uh, they all just fucking stopped uploading things I care about this year, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, fair enough. Um, yeah, most experiences that I had that I liked this year I made for myself, weirdly enough. Not usual. I like an annoying voice on in the background when I'm doing other stuff, and Markiplier simply yeah. delivers that to me. I'm, more of, I'm mm-hmm. a little more of a super great friend person. Um, right. But Dan, what have uh, you been playing? Uh, what have I been? I've been playing. Uh, let me. Well, there's been two games I've been playing, and both of them are in a sense MMOs. One is Final Fantasy XIV, the other is Destiny Two. Uh, we already talked about fourteen, you so I'll talk about Destiny Two. There are two ways. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's two paths in a forest. The light side uh, and the dark side. I won't tell mm-hmm. you which one's which. <laughs> uh. Destiny 2 has an event. It has a, an annual holiday event called the Dawning. Uh, yeah, making those cookies. Yeah, you get to make cookies for all the NPCs in the game, and it's very nice. Um, uh, the original, I originally got really into it when I hopped back on after years of not playing because, like, originally you would get like a little lore book each time you delivered one. Uh, and like, the lore books are like, the sort of like, and it's these sort of little, they were fun little books on like, this one character's thoughts on all of them. And, uh, this year, uh, I'm sad they, they haven't done that, brought that back, but they did, uh, have a thing where you like, make a bunch of cookies for Baby Elixney, uh, and you like, and you like hand them out. It, you like go to that sort of map where they are. Yeah, given what it's really, nice. given what recently came out about the treatment of the narr- narrative team at Bungie, I am kind of glad that <laughs> they might be getting sort of kind of a break. Hmm. Uh. Interesting. Uh. Uh. That's all I have to say for now. Uh. So. Uh. Let's see. This movie. This movie. Dudes rock, dudes rock, dudes rock. This is a very dudes rock movie. I mean, Ace Attorney's a dudes rock franchise. (laughs) It really is, but this somehow, like, this somehow, like, turned the dudes rock up to 11. It's it's Ace Attorney as directed by Takashi Miike, who is, like, the most dudes rock slash dudes absolutely fucking suck director. Uh, <laughs> there are two wolves inside you. Yeah, exactly. There are yeah. two dudes inside you. Like, uh, yeah, he's got this long history of making incredible films. Yeah. Uh, a lot of very violent films, a lot of 
very visually strong films. Audition uh, is one of my favorite films of all time. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, Dead or Alive, also very good. Uh, let's see. Uh, he... I think this is actually at least his second one based specifically on a video game. Mm-hmm. Uh, he also did one based on uh, the Ryu Gagotoku games, aka Yakuza. Oh, cool. Uh, yeah, he's he's mainly known for making Yakuza movies, so it it, yeah. it, it only makes sense. Yeah. Eh. Uh, let's see. Other Another adaptation thing he's done in the years since is the beginning of Diamond is Unbreakable. Yes. <gasps> Shut Wait, up. Really? Yeah. He, in, back in 2017, he did like a film adaptation of like, I think the first couple arcs of Diamond is Unbreakable. It's, it's titled Chapter One. I don't know how far in it goes. I assume before the halfway point. Uh, I don't know if they ever are going to make a sequel to that, but it would be cool if they did. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, he has a very diverse, um, a, a very yeah. diverse portfolio between like, um, you know, very hardcore Yakuza movies and crime movies, and then horror movies, and also uh, magical girl movies <laughs> and Tokusatsu, uh, mm-hmm. and anime adaptations. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> Okay, I'm just looking at Takashi Miike's Wikipedia page right now, and it does say <laughs> he appears in No More Heroes 2 yes. and 3 yes, he does. as himself. Yeah. I'm very glad to hear that. I love I love it when when uh, directors of stuff do that. I mean, again, it's a dude-rock-ass dude game. Um, it seems like it. I've never played it. But also an extremely dude-suck-ass game. Uh, yeah. yeah well, again, there are two dudes inside there you. There are two dudes inside you, and they rock and suck ass. Uh, <laughs> Sign me up! Uh, so, let's get into this film. Uh, we open with some very strange visuals. Yeah, it took me a minute to realize, oh, wait, this is from the, uh, the, the, Dia, uh, the DS6 incident. Um, mm. but I was able to recognize that, which is kind of cool. It's kind of cool to see something that definitely, it was absolutely not in the game, but mm-hmm. like, but via the context and kind of like what's going on, if you're familiar mm-hmm. with like the last case of this game, it becomes very clear what this is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It, it is. So like, there's this woman, she's, she seems to be like, do, like, contacting... She's, like, having a vision of something. She, so, she sees a guy in what appears to be a post-apocalyptic landscape. I think it's supposed to be hell. Yes, uh, I think it's supposed to be hell. Uh, <laughs> But it's like the moon is crashing over yeah. a city. It's all on fire. This is, this is... This is... This is Buck Wild, where this goes. There's also... uh, But, yeah, like... A, sorry. But, like, a bullet flies around her... And uh, in the foreground, you can see some psyche locks, which is a fun little uh, Easter egg, I guess. Mm. Uh, uh, for something that doesn't appear until the second game, but is related to yeah. like the spirit medium channeling stuff. Yeah. She sees like a bullet that like flies around her, 
Uh, there's like two Sorry, girls watching Discord her crashed. having this. Sec. Oh, okay. Hang. Uh, let's see. Uh, huh? Uh, okay. Uh, Discord crashed for somebody? Uh, for Elliot. Yeah. Uh, so. Let's wait. Yeah. Uh,. I keep watching that um that Yu-Gi-Oh anti-drug PSA. It's a good it, it's an incredible anti-drug PSA. Uh He wouldn't be as great a duelist as he He wouldn't be the greatest duelist in the world if he did weed. I can't uh, let down my friends. <laughs> this Jamieson Price's voice is so good. That that's 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 Yami is, is Jameson Price, right? Uh, I don't remember. Oh, no, it's Dan Green. Oh, okay. Uh, uh, also the voice of such characters as Knuckles the Echidna. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, they have very similar voices. Mm -hmm. Welcome back. Elliot, you there? Yeah, sorry, I'm so fucking sick of my phone and my computer. But I'm here. Alright. Alright. I didn't hit uh, stop recording or anything, so our... Yeah, you didn't stop desk, recording? So, yeah, yeah, so we should be okay if nobody else did. Alright, yep. cool. Let's keep going. Okay, cool. Uh, yeah, so... Uh, she says, like, the person who shot me, Yanni Yogi, uh... From, from Yu-Gi-Oh? From Yu-Gi-Oh, yes. From Yu-Gi-Oh. Uh... I can't believe you didn't catch him. Look at his hair. Yeah, true. He's got that weed-shaped mm. head. It made it, really, it made it really confusing when they couldn't identify him from the boat later. Yeah. Uh... Yeah. And then we get our title card. And then we cut to an adaptation of the first case from Phoenix Wright. As well as the third uh, case attorney. from Phoenix Wright. Yeah. But uh, not. We see our protagonist, Phoenix Wright, uh, trying to prove whether or not a clock was slow on the day of the incident. Uh, there's also Larry Butts. Uh, also, they're doing this in a very small courtroom. He's, like, covered in notes. There's, like, cleaners coming through. Mm -hmm. I it's... love that. I love how shitty it is. Me mm -hmm. too. The, Something um... that I like a lot about this movie is that from the jump, it becomes clear, they're not, like, watering down the look of the games. They're games with a mm -hmm. very, like, exaggerated art style. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Everyone's and... wearing a wig. Uh, yeah. And, like, and just a, a aggressively styled wig. They, they did a good job with the hair and with the outfits and with everything. It is... I love all of the hair looks so good. Yeah, all the it's costumes so great. look so good. 
Uh, Not to skip yeah. ahead, but Phoenix is, Phoenix is like, getting to see Phoenix in casual clothes rocked. And, and Larry's, uh, Larry looks great. Larry was a great casting choice, in my opinion. He's perfect. Oh, Larry might be the best actor in the whole thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I also You're really saying? like that they do have Phoenix fumble with his notes so much, and like, Mm-hmm. clearly thinking through things in the middle of a court case because yeah. that's that's how it is when you're playing those it games. does come you're just <laughs> you're just going through the court record like uh do i present this do i present this fucking i don't know does it does sometimes <laughs> uh it does sometimes feel like he has ibs but um but most of the time it's pretty good but he spends a lot of time hunched over going ah, ah. And just kind of looking like he's gonna shit himself or already has. Phoenix has game FAQs pulled up in one of his tabs. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh yeah, he's just got an entire laptop with a with a guide there. Uh and uh so while he's doing this, we cut to like another case going on. Yes, this where... is turned about samurai, but not. Uh yeah. Miles Edgeworth uh is my man. Proving a, it's like going through a case involving a steel samurai head, uh, and we like see the courtroom from the games. It's a little darker, but it is otherwise like a one-to-one recreation of what it looks like in the games. Yeah, there was uh, there were some still shots that I literally for a second had to look very closely at and just see if they had. They had pulled a little trick on me and put in just like a screenshot from the game. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, he is. He is. Uh, he is cross-examining one D Vasquez who is on the stand. Uh, she's great. So mm-hmm. give a shout out to whoever played D Vasquez in this movie. Um. Uh. So what else happened? Oh yeah. Uh. Th- there's a great bit where like he like pulls out, like, he, like, proves, like, what's wrong with the case, and the, like, defense attorney's wig just flies off. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, Which, in... I, wait, Dan and Maxie, have you guys played uh, the Ace Attorney video games? I forgot to ask. I have played maybe the most insane selection of them possible. Okay. Yeah, hit me with them. I played the second one, Justice for All. Okay. Uh, the worst played, of the three. And I've played... Listen. And I've played the first uh, Great Ace Attorney game, but not the second one yet. I've okay, wanted to same. take a break. I'm going to get to it. Uh, but also, before I played either of those, uh, I did play the Harvey Birdman Attorney at Law oh, okay. video game adaptation that counts. used by Capcom. That, it, it, does. it does count. It, that is an Ace Attorney game. That's part of the extended universe. Yeah. Um, that is an insane selection of them. Um, that is, that is, like, I, my immediate, like, thoughts on, like, you playing Harvey Birdman and the second one is circumstance from an era when, uh, the best place you could get a game was just... At the store? A used yeah. game, yeah, a used game yeah. store. Like, oh, game yeah, or, like, your this. uncle gets it for you for Christmas or something. Yeah. Oh, this mm-hmm. is on the Wii? I own the Wii, why not? Yeah, exactly. I've never watched the fucking show. I have no idea what this is. It's rated T for teen. I'm a teen. I can buy it. It's a pretty good game. 
Honestly, mm-hmm. it was pretty good from my recollection. I mean, it's an Ace Attorney game. It's hard to it's hard to go wrong. Um, Dan, for some reason, I can't remember if you played the Ace Attorney games or not. I know we must have had uh, this conversation. So I've so I haven't played. I've played a little bit of the first one. So many years ago, I uh, had a I owned an iPhone, and one of the things you could get on the iPhone was the Ace Attorney trilogy. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, all I played was, like, the demo missions, but it was good. More importantly... um, That iPhone, uh, the original iPhone port of the first game is, I think, one of the best ports of this series. series. It's the best port this series has ever gotten, and everything's been downhill from there. Um, Because they keep trying Mm -hmm. to insert the stupid fucking uh, line art for the characters. Yeah. It... A lot of companies... A lot of, like, big, long-running video game corporations... Right, like Sweenix, yeah. Yeah, Square Enix and Capcom have a tendency to forget that sprite art is good to look at. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, yeah. So, I miss I miss the sprite art. Um, mm-hmm. that was all. All all of that was just to say, um, that the prosecutor in the first case of like every Ace Attorney game, when you beat them, their wig does fly off. Yeah, so that's that's uh, canon. I will say that the first case in 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 um in the original game, is the wig snatching um, one of them because, uh, not only, like, uh, Payne's come over, flies off, but also, uh, the, 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 um, what's his uh, name? The, the actual culprit. The culprit, ter- yeah, tears his toupee off. Um, oh, yeah. He does do this in this movie, I believe. Yes, he does. Yeah. Uh, let's see. I do really like what they did in terms of, like, having these two trials go on at the same time and cutting between them a bit. Because I think yeah. it was, it's a very efficient way to sort of establish the difference between Phoenix and Edgeworth philosophically mm-hmm. and in terms of personality. And honestly, one of the things that strikes me about this movie in general, very efficient storytelling, but without, like, sacrificing much. Yeah, right. I, I agree. Yeah. I think that the... um, I think that in the in the game, a lot is made of. Um, so you get like uh, Edgeworth is built up to you as like a lawyer who pulls dirty tricks and and uh, it is a no good Nick, as as you might say if you were <laughs> five hundred years old, yeah. um, in, in the courtroom uh, before you meet him. And uh, in this, they kind of do that by having him prosecute. So. That so what's really interesting, man? I don't know how much I should talk about this because it is kind of getting into spoilers of the game. I mean, but also listen, we're the movie is directly adapted from the game, and I don't think we need to get like too deep into the weeds with the plot because of that. But we're gonna oh, do be discussing. Like, some do you mean like later series spoilers, Giga? No, 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 no. Like in this. Oh, game. okay. I, well, I'm not trying probably, to get then... to. I'm just trying to come up with like an example of of an adaptation choice that I thought was good. Is that I would say you're probably okay. The um so in turn about samurai at the end, Phoenix and Edgeworth kind of team up against to to kind of come to the truth in that in that case. Like you start to get Edgeworth on your side once he realizes that the defendant has been fucking with them. Mm-hmm. And yeah. so like that scene actually occurs in the game. It's just that Phoenix is also there, <laughs> and that she is not the uh, defendant. Um. Uh, so, uh, what 
where was I? Um, uh, so, like, they win their cases, uh, uh, there's a, there's a great part where, like, after Larry Butts is proven to be not guilty, uh, like, one of the cleaners walks by and just sort of tosses a handful <laughs> of confetti at him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> These poor people have to clean up so much fucking confetti every day. We it's see so it at the good. end of the I movie. Love... We literally see them with big ass push mops. Yeah, I know. I'm I'm obsessed with how uh, throughout the movie that uh, court is treated. Um, it it feels like it's treated like a wrestling match. Yeah, it is. <laughs> it, like it, it's like advertised, and people buy tickets, and uh, you know, and the crowd the crowd gets really really into it. I. I yeah. love it. I think that works so well for, like, a movie adaptation of a video game. I sometimes mm-hmm. wish they went a little further with the in-trial sort of effect. Like, if they went, like, full speed racer, like, bang, zoom, with the, uh, with the effects, I think it would, uh, it, I think it would be kind of a, a cool adaptation of how percussive and, like, over-the-top they have to sell every line. And they do sometimes, and it's very funny, but, yeah. um... But, uh, I feel like they could have gone a little bit more, more intense with the, with the trial mm-hmm. scenes. Yeah, they could have, they could have done the, um, audience falling down anytime anyone says something stupid 50 times and I would laugh it, at it. It would still every, be funny every time. Every it's single time, so like a funny. trained seal. Mm-hmm. Um. Uh, uh, so after the case, uh, Larry presents, uh, Phoenix with, is this when he presents him with? Yeah, he get the he present the thinker clock statue. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, like, and he talks about how if you're tr- having trouble thinking, you can think alongside the thinker statue. Uh, uh, mean, uh that is brain genius logic. I love Larry. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's also a news. People are handing out newspaper extras about Miles Edgeworth's like turnabout trial win. Uh, we get a scene uh, after both trials conclude, which mm-hmm. I, this one definitely is not in the game because it is a scene just between Edgeworth and Manfred von Karma, mm-hmm. who took him in mm-hmm. after his father died. And I'm really into this scene and I'm into what this adaptation does with von Karma in general. Yeah. Cor- correct mm-hmm. me if I'm wrong, but my understanding is that in the game, He's kind of a dick from the start, and never really. He is insanely evil. Um, yeah, I think. Yeah, that, like uh, he's before... the most evil, and he's like evil looking. Like he looks like fucking like Dracula. Yeah, yeah, I think. I mean, he does kind of look like Dracula in this, but he he's he's definitely right. painted in a much more sympathetic or like he's he's a much more reasonable person. It would seem externally. Yeah, he doesn't have the he doesn't have like the crazy eyes that he has in the game. Yeah, I I will say that I think if I'm remembering correctly in Turnabout Goodbyes when you first meet him, he is kind of courteous. Um but then he's immediately just like Yeah, it doesn't take long. He but yeah, he sure. like when this trial starts, he's like I will complete this trial in 15 minutes. Uh and gets angry when he goes over. Um but he's like, yeah, Edgeworth, you gotta, you know, the ends don't just justify the means, my guy. I have a horse skull on a pedestal. Um, <laughs> I didn't don't worry about that. it. And also, um, ouch, my shoulder hurts. I hope this isn't important. 
Mm-hmm. This will not come up later. I, I literally laughed out loud when, like, Edgeworth is leaving the scene and, and the karma, like, reaches up and rubs his right shoulder. I'm like, come on! <laughs> come on, you fucker. Uh, let's uh, see. Let's see. Uh, so, uh, we see, like, Mia Fey, uh, Phoenix's, uh, mentor, going through records. Uh, and she's, like, begging the thinker clock for an idea. Uh, she's, like, looking into this, she's doing some sort of investigation, and she finds, like, this valuable piece of evidence that will explain everything. It's like, is this one it, I don't remember if this is when we see it. I don't think uh, uh, no, we see never it. see it. We don't uh, ever okay. see it till the end. Yeah. All right. Yeah. But but she's uh, looking into the DL six case, uh, which yeah. Happens- she goes into like the court archives. She like sneaks into them. I don't know who has access to these, <laughs> but she like sneaks into them, finds her evidence, and then like runs away through like a utility corridor. Mm-hmm. Uh, we also see uh, Larry Butts in his shop. Oh, uh, and there there is an ominous figure. Uh, oh yeah, there's there's an ominous figure watching her. Uh, we see like Larry Butts. He's got this shop. Uh, he sells a uh, steel samurai cake, which is just relabeled like gore, gore- large gore- gore- cake. Yeah, it yeah. reminds me of uh, Carvel ice cream cakes, where mm-hmm. it's like you turn Fudgy the whale on his side and you get Santa. Um, <laughs> uh, I'm thinking of like. This is, uh, uh, this predicted, uh, ten years later, the various fast food meals we've been getting lately. Oh, oh yeah, God. the, this is the Miles Edgeworth meal. Uh, yeah, this is the Megan Thee Stallion, uh, fucking Look, we, made, we, turned these, we turned these chickens sideways. <laughs> yeah. We, we, we put them in defense mode. <laughs> yeah. See, you know... Six months down the line, he's just going to put another sticker over the box that says the Francisca Von Karma meal. Oh, yeah. I would buy the Francisca Von Karma meal. Holy shit. I'm, I'm eating every day at the Francisca Von Karma meal. Yeah, mm. I'm going to I'm gonna supersize me with that shit. See, uh, the problem uh, is, it tastes real good, but it does leave you thirsty. Oh, damn. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, that's no different than usual. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Such is life. <laughs> Uh, while he's, like, we see, like, a shot of Phoenix trying to get to an elevator, but someone gets to it before him. <laughs> yeah, who could this be? Some, who could someone, this... someone st- dressed insanely normally. Just the most normal person you've ever seen. Uh, there's, we get, like, some more ominous stuff with, like, the thinker clock. And then we find out Mia Fey is dead. Uh, this is 11 minutes into the movie. Dudes yeah. rock. This is and also... she wasn't a dude, sorry. I mean, this is like 10 minutes into the game, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, you get enough time to see, like... You do the tutorial, and then Mia dies. You do the tutorial, yeah. you look into her eyes, you look into her titties, she dies. Yeah, so I would... I'm, I was gonna save this for later. Well, no, I will save it for later, but we need to talk about this game's titty phobia. I mean, this movie's titty phobia. Uh-huh. <laughs> they're incredibly I, they're incredibly reticent to have the jugs busting out. Listen, Giga. Just, I've a, said it before. I'm gonna keep saying it. Dudes rock. 
Yes, but mm. I'm... you know what, dude? I don't think rocks. <laughs> Which mm-hmm. one? The dude they got to play Gumshoe. He's too pretty. He's too pretty. He is. Yeah, yeah. This doesn't is. look. So let me let me share with you uh, a, a photo of the stage play cast for the Ace Attorney stage play, which is based on the third game. The stage. Uh, play. There's a stage play. Yeah, oh stage my play. god, you guys! Honestly, it's, this it's whole a musical, musical. It's a successful like a Japanese play. media property. How is there not supposed to be a stage play? Um. Uh, Edgeworth has a song in it. Yeah, it's great. Like, look at this poster. Look at this poster. Everyone, look up the poster for the uh, Ace Attorney stage. Oh, you're play. not gonna, you're you're not gonna post there it. We go. Oh, yeah, there, no, there it is. Okay, yeah. Look at look at how look at how good Von Karma looks. First of all, obviously, look at and look at Gumshoe. He he's great. He's perfect. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Larry uh, also looks good. There's a lot of a lot of good Larrys out there. Yeah, I I'm looking at this and like, yeah, Gumshoe in this movie does not look. Like a middle aged chain smoker, which is a problem. Yeah, he needs to be more stout. Um, he needs to be bigger. He needs to look like he has like, a shower in a fortnight. Look at this gumshoe. This is oh, yes. gumshoe's so good. Um Yeah, this guy's too pretty and, and charming and good looking. Uh I wanna I wanna kiss this guy, but like not in the way that I want to kiss gumshoe regularly. Yes. It's a different kind of vibe. Yeah. Uh, I should have been cast as Gumshoe. I'm a, yeah, yeah, a loser. I'm a I'm a loser who's always on the verge of being unemployed. Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, we've got the so uh, about Gumshoe. Sorry, go on. The girl we saw before, who is uh, Maya Faye's sister Mia. You got backwards. Uh, yeah, or sorry, Mia's, Mia's sister, sister Maya. Maya. Uh, is. Uh, determined to be guilty. Uh, also behind her is, like, this weird witness guy who definitely killed Mia. Okay, 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 yeah, they got fucking that. Alice Cooper to play Red White. What the fuck were See, they I w- thinking? I was gonna say Ozzy Osbourne. <laughs> I hate, I hate this Red White. This, this <laughs> made me... Dude, he should have been, I, um... Okay, so a giant. Says, so, so red white's name. Hang on, is, I'm looking up a picture for the for our hosts right now. Giga, yeah, but, um, he needed everyone. to be American. I'm telling you this. His name is Red White of Blue Corporation. Yes, and so his uh, like it doesn't make any sense. So his name in uh in Japanese is um is Masaru Kanaka. Max, he um, doesn't host chat for you. And he and that means big, <laughs> medium, small. Uh, <laughs> Pretty good. He's the best. <laughs> he he. So his quirk in the games is that he constantly uses English words all the time, mm-hmm. or like completely mixes around the grammar when he speaks Japanese. Like he's just terrible at speaking Japanese. Uh, let me find a clip of Red White from the uh, from the anime. Uh, but yeah, uh, he's the most American-looking it- motherfucker. Instead, in the movie, we get this, uh, this very, uh, I'm, yeah, Maxie said it earlier, Ozzy Osbourne looking guy. I'm very sad that he doesn't, that he's not, uh, a smug, uh, purple haired man. <laughs> Sorry, you need to, okay, shall we watch this video together real quick? Yes. I'll, yeah, sure, I'll put in like a clip of the audio. Okay, uh, I'm gonna count down from, uh, and let's go on one. 
Oh, yeah. Again, three, two, one. Oh, well, I got an ad, so. <laughs> oh. <laughs> you know what's the weirdest part of the adaptation, though? <laughs> mm-hmm. Like, they, they give him this trench coat, like, heavy metal outfit, but he's still got the tie. He does still have the tie. Yeah, he's he's com- he's just a completely different character. Rings mm. on all of his fingers. Yeah, just with me. a desk that has four deuces that is four deuces. Rock. Like he's supposed yeah. to be. He, basically, he's supposed to be like a big shot American businessman that is visiting Japan and does not speak the language. Mm-hmm. Uh. Mm. Uh, yeah, so, uh, what else? I mean, Anyways, from there uh, we basically go to the courtroom scene. Uh, oh wait, no, there's one thing first that I want to talk about. So, Maya mentions getting a voicemail from her sister, and we get this mm-hmm. really cool, I don't know if you'd call it a montage as such, but it's like oh, a I love of this shots like... where mm-hmm. we, like, see... Mia in the process of making the call in flashback, but mm-hmm. her voiceover is filtered and equalized like it's a phone call. And then once it's ending, we cut to Phoenix in the police station listening to the phone. Yeah. And honestly, mm-hmm. this film's use of flashback is something that I like a lot. Uh, what we see mm-hmm. a lot in the final case, especially, is it will show you an incorrect flashback matching the testimony, mm-hmm. and then later they'll go back and show you what actually happened, which it's I It's very love. true to the way that it's portrayed in the game. Yeah. And also, it's it's just kind of a very Takashi Miike thing to do. He he does very stylized, uh, very stylish flashback sequences. Mm-hmm. Anyway, from there we go to the courtroom scene, and the... So... What I have written here is Edgeworth snaps his fingers and summons a gigantic robot chandelier from the ceiling, which proceeds to display the evidence on an assortment of big-ass hollow screens. That is exactly what happened. I I had to stop watching the movie for a little bit at that point, because I was just like, okay, I just need to kind of live with this for a little while. This is how they're choosing to do this. And I guess, like, that's a way to make it work, but... Yeah, the idea, I think, is to evoke the evidence record as a UI element. Yeah, the court record is a, uh, like, it exists in liminal space, where it is acknowledged by both the, by everyone in the game, but... Uh, and used, and nobody ever addresses the mechanics by which it actually exists. Uh, so, Took me no time to get used to it. I it, was yeah, just like, I'm just like, yeah, okay. like obviously Miles Edgeworth snaps his fingers, and the computer does exactly what he says. Like, mm-hmm. wouldn't all of us? I just wasn't. I just wasn't expecting there to be a giant computer spider full of holograms in the ceiling. You know what's even better? This also isn't the first time I've seen this movie, so. Oh, okay, yeah. So this is that's probably. I've got a whole spectrum of knowledge here. Yeah. What's What's even even better? What's even better to me is when Phoenix offers evidence that counters Gumshoe's testimony. He he summons a screen and then like hurls it at him like they're in a wizard battle. It's literally like Marvel versus Capcom shit. Like Mm -hmm. uh, he's just throwing evidence for violence. 
I also wanted to mention, I think uh, the actor playing Phoenix, honestly, the casting in general in this movie is very good. Very good. Phoenix stands Mm -hmm. out to me because his actor does a really good job of sliding between moments of triumph and moments of despair. And I think that's essential if you're going to get the tone and dynamic of these games down. That's exactly it. Couldn't have said it myself. I think also his comedy performance is extremely strong. There's a moment later that had me laughing for like a good while. I also think Miles's actor is extremely strong. Mm-hmm. Uh, he has the perfect voice for it. Um, uh, can I can I tell you guys the one joke that I have written down in my notes about Edgeworth? Yeah, yeah. And it, it uh, I didn't uh, know if I was gonna you know find uh, f- find a place to kind of put this in naturally during the course of the episode, but um. What I have written is Edgeworth sexy, and then under this is joke idea. Uh, oh, yeah. In quotes. Forget so about was... DL6, I'm talking about DSL, and then in parentheses under that I've written dick sucking lips. Yeah. Thanks. I would have gone with DILF6, but I respect it. I mean, he, that's he Manfred doesn't have, von He doesn't karma. have kids. I, Manfred von Karma is not a DILF. He, he may be dead. <laughs> I would not even consider fucking him. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's up to you. Fair enough. Fair enough. I mean, maybe Uh, he's a Dolph. That, yeah. No, it's still Dolph. It's just D with, it's just with a Y. No, I'm using text message notation. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Also, the Mm -hmm. audiences in this fucking movie, like the court audiences, it's insane. Yeah, they're full of just like, like, just regular dudes. And then Keanu, and and Rampa characters, and then like one guy in blackface for some reason. Oh, I, didn't Ooh, I missed him. him. No I missed good. him. But but I some know. of them are fu- some of them are fun. Like the guy who just has like a yellow wig on top of his regular hair. Yeah. And I like how, especially in the last case, there are moments where the entire audience will fall over in shock. Oh, yeah, we'll get to that, the, 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 the big moment of that. It's so fucking good. I, me- I mentioned it really earlier. Good. This movie feels a lot like a stage play in the way certain things are done, and I think that contributes very well to the over-the-top atmosphere that the game's Yes. Have. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I, think, I, really I mean, I think that they, they were, it like only works play. if you, it, the story only works if you're that like over the top and i like that they commit like yeah they just go for it and they sell it and it works it's what makes it a good movie absolutely uh so uh yeah uh uh, trying to find my place in the notes um yes so other stuff during these like this like court case um we get to see like uh maya in jail and like Throughout, like, the movie, we get, like, scenes of, in this, like, in, like, this, I don't remember what it's called, but, like, this sort of, like, prison conversation room. And it's, I love how it looks. It's just barren. They are being held in, like, a saw trap. <laughs> yes! Uh, yeah. Uh. Uh, so, yeah, Phoenix becomes Mia's lawyer since, uh, uh, or, or, sorry, Phoenix becomes Maya's lawyer. Maya's lawyer, yeah. Uh, and, and, like, uh, she, she explains, like, 
he's from a family of spirit mediums. Uh, their, their dad passed away. Their mother went missing. Uh, uh, the, we also know that it's like almost, it's around Christmas time. Like we, during, we see like the, the shot mentioned earlier where like Mia is like sending a message to her. Uh, and she's showing off that, like, she took clock parts, the clock parts out of the thinker statue, so now it's just a statue. Uh, and, uh, then we get, like, uh, Phoenix gets an autopsy report, uh, and during, like, the court stuff, or Phoenix finds out, like, Miles Edgeworth is the prosecutor. He, like, meets with Miles, they, like, talk. There's, like, a heavy amount of tension. We see uh, a brief flash of their backstory when they knew each yeah. other's kids. Yeah, I love... Y- yeah? Oh, I was just about to say, the amount of, like, Victorian-style, like, longing in between these two the entire movie. Yeah. yeah. They're gay. I'm absoluting. They nailed it. It's it's a classic example, yeah. Dudes rock, uh, so when two yeah. dudes are romantically entangled, they rock twice as much. This uh, yeah. movie Phoenix has a lot, a lot more vivid in, in internal life than Game Phoenix somehow. Mm-hmm. Even though Game Phoenix isn't, you experience the entire game through through his perspective. He has less internal life <laughs> than this mm-hmm. guy. Yeah. yeah, I love how during like this flashback, they still have like the weird anime hair. Oh yeah, uh, no, that's that's in the game. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's yeah. That's just canon. They're just born. I mean, Yuki was just born like that. Yeah, remember we that picture. We're, we're born. Remember that picture styles. of baby of of uh, of the baby uh, Pharaoh from Yu-Gi-Oh. Baby, baby judge Still got the fucking hair. Ba- baby yeah. judge had the beard. Um, yeah, it just came out like that. Yeah, Gumshoe just had that bandage on his face. Oh, for uh, sure. Yeah, he he cut himself shaving in the womb. <laughs> uh, so, uh. They, like, talk about, like, their child... They're, these, like, kid versions of themselves are, like, talking about how Miles wants to become a lawyer, like his father, and Phoenix says that he also has an idea, and he, but it's a secret. Now, specifically, uh, young Miles wants to be a defense attorney, even though he's a yeah. prosecutor as an adult. Because his dad yeah. is an defense attorney, Gregory yeah. Edgeworth. Uh, Gregory Edgeworth. Yeah, the Larry... Most, sh- the yeah. most normal childhood ever on Miles. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Very normal. Uh, le- we cut back to the present, and Larry shows up, uh, and he shows he's got an admission ticket to court. Uh, <laughs> I love this. That's how you do it. How do you pay the taxes? How they pay the taxes? <laughs> <laughs> it's how they afford the cleaners for the courtroom. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we get like uh the trial proper uh. Uh, we already talked about the big hologram machine. Mm-hmm. Uh, we talk about how, so like, they're doing this, going back and forth, uh, there's the objections, the like table slams, the take that, it's really good. Uh, there's uh, a moment where, when Red White is giving testimony and Phoenix catches him in a contradiction, uh, Larry, uh, like the whole audience is hollering at him, and Larry Butt mm-hmm. specifically comes up and calls him an asshole with a dumb look on his face. And I like yes! that. Oh my god, yeah. That's my internal slash external monologue whenever I play these games, and one of the mm-hmm. witnesses fucks up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
That's me. Uh, <laughs> fans of the me Elliot might know that I spent several years working in like IRL criminal defense, so I I understand the impulse. Yeah, is this accurate? <laughs> Uh, you know, some parts more than others, but yeah, uh, I mean, I guess I, I guess you didn't yeah. work in the Japan legal system. No, no, I didn't. The Japanifornian, yeah. No, all of my stuff was kind of desk work. I didn't. I I never actually like went to court, but uh, mm. I've I've read I've read an awful lot of transcripts. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, you know, they don't have habeas corpus here anymore, so it's kind of similar to Japan. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. Uh. So, uh, like. Like Red White accidentally reveals that that he knows like that the sinker clock statue is there and how there's like a lamp that that he shouldn't have been able that's to a, see if he was uh, just a witness. That's a glass light stand. I will have you know. Mm-hmm. Very sure. important. Uh. Uh. So. Uh. It gets really tense. Uh. The crowd is like going wild. Uh. Uh, eventually they, like, get to the- Oh, there's this point oh, where, yeah, like- wait, my, uh, my, my argument of titty-phobia comes back up here. Okay. Uh, they, they, they omitted April May, uh, which huh. I think is a crime. I think that everyone involved in making this movie <laughs> should go to jail. Uh, well, with how they did Red White, how do you think they'd do April May, Gig? I don't on? know! No, I thought- I just... Although, you know what, if she, if she was just, like- you know, if April May was goth, I, you know. Yeah, I just want I'm, my tit. I just want my fucking bitchy tits out girl boss. Uh, that that ruins that hates lawyers. When you said uh, the titty phobia is back, I thought you meant when we see the crying channeling technique, uh, which in this it, movie well, they sort of layer a hologram of Mia's ghost on top of Maya's actress instead. Yeah, of and her titties doing what the are games not out. do. Yeah, no, the games just give Maya huge titties. Well, and, and, and a no, she like physically turns into Mia. Yes, mm-hmm. yeah, uh, including I'll, the huge titties. I'll, I'll I'll allow it. I've never because I never liked the, um, I never liked how they did it in game because then they because uh, uh, then when Pearl like well, then later yes, the Pearl games, thing is really like, weird when there's like a child that channels yeah, Mia, like a six year old like, turning into a milk. Uh, yeah, it's like so. So it's like whatever changes you want to make with the with the possessing, like you know, I like a titty as much as the next guy, but I'll I'll allow it. You can touch my mm-hmm. possession, but you can't touch my pizongas. It's artist uh, part of the artistic vision. <laughs> it's my artistic <laughs> vision. Uh, so what else? Uh, oh yeah, there's a part where my artistic uh, vision. My Sorry, go on. Vision, man. There's this part where like. Red White is, like, on the verge of, like, losing, so he, like, pulls out a big megaphone and says he's innocent. It's great. Very Uh, weird, um, sort of take on the scene in, uh, mm -hmm. the game where he does that, where he's, like, the truth is relative, uh, no one gives a shit if I say I'm innocent, I'm innocent. Uh, Mm -hmm. strange. Uh, Yeah, uh, ultimately, uh, Red White is proven guilty, uh, and confesses to his crime. He has a really uh, good breakdown, uh, where mm-hmm. in this one he is a reporter instead of a CEO. So his breakdown is that he just 
like pulls out a megaphone and just hollers mm-hmm. at the entire courtroom. Right, right. Uh, Again, a sentiment I understand. Yeah. Uh, uh, at at one point, uh, Phoenix is like really lost, but like the possession thing from before happens, and he's like told the truth is in his hands, and he is in fact holding the piece of evidence. So on, so throughout this case, they've been talking about like this like weird note, death note thing, written in blood. Uh, and it turns out it's the back of a receipt for the, uh, for the lamp. Uh, uh, the lamp wasn't there, or the lamp, the lamp wouldn't have been there. in. So here, here's the part where I untangle some stuff that we've been skimming over a little bit. Mm-hmm. The The upshot of this is... Red White admits to wiretapping Mia's office a week before her death, but he claims he's not been there since then, but he knows where the lamp is. He admitted to the wiretap so that he would have an excuse for knowing that there was a lamp there, but the lamp was purchased, like, a day before the murder, so he must have been there at the scene of the crime when she was killed. Which is, like, literally the way it goes in the game. Um, Mm -hmm. these, These are the revelations in that order that, uh... It's just different characters who have them. Um, and uh, uh, it's very well done. Um, yeah. uh, so, seems like my shit crashed again, if you uh, can hear again? me. So you just, just go on and I'll restart again. Yep. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, Maya is proven as not guilty, and confetti comes rains down from the ceiling. Mm-hmm. Uh, You'd think that the confetti would get in, like, the gears of the uh, the big spider robot, but... Uh, it actually has a bunch of tiny little flamethrowers in there to fix oh, that. Okay. <laughs> yeah. It's very uh, safe. Uh, let's see, what else? Uh, uh, well, Red White think... is arrested. Uh, on mm-hmm. his, He's, like, walking out of the courtroom, and Gumshoe comes down, and he's like, where do you think you're going? Also, the Blue Badger is there. Um, yeah. I love the Blue Badger. It's like a mascot, if you're not familiar. Yeah, uh, in the games, it's not really spoken about ever here, but in the games, it's kind of regarded with a sort of subtle, or like a, a sort of undertone of horror. Uh, it, it is like, everyone thinks it's very scary, except for Gumshoe. Um, mm. It's like afraid to talk about it or acknowledge its existence. Um, it's, 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 it's really funny. And I'm glad mm. that it's it's just you have the police squad and the blue badger is also there. Yeah. Uh essential you see, it's it's like that four friends meme. Uh the blue badger is Druk. Uh I you can't say I'm familiar. Uh you know, uh uh laid back, the fighter, uh Drug, uh Truck Freak. That no, one. Kids, I don't know what you're talking about. Hang on, okay, I'll find hang. it. Okay. Uh, okay. This isn't the original one, but whatever, it'll do. Mm-hmm. Uh. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, I haven't seen this one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh. I'm all four of these. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, 
We, we there are four wolves inside you. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, uh, where was it? Um, we're an hour so in, and we're this... still in the first like half hour of the movie. By the way, so that's yeah. the thing. This movie is very backloaded. Like mm-hmm. most of it deals with the final trial, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. I think that was probably a good decision because. If they gave this one more time to breathe, or, like, fully adapted the third case of the game, mm-hmm. this movie would be, like, three hours long. That's what I'm saying. Oh, yeah, yeah. They cannot... Yeah, it, yeah, it, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, this... uh, in in Ace Attorney, in, in Phoenix Wright, the uh, the two cases that matter are the, uh, the second case and the fourth case. Uh, <laughs> that game is also very backloaded, I will say. Uh, the cases get longer... Until the fourth case is re- is pretty long, and then, uh, and it's like, two trials, and then the fifth case is longer is as long as the rest of the game combined. I mean, that's uh, a oh yeah, thing. rise from rise from the ashes. Rise from the ashes is a fantastic work of art that I love. Um, it is way too long. That's a common. I'm gonna thing level with, with you, Giga. Games, I've played. Oh. I've played all of the Ace Attorney games, and I never played Rise from the Ashes. You gotta play Rise from the Ashes. I heard it was as long as the entire game, and I said, nah. Emma Sky's in it! You get to see little Emma Sky. Yeah. Uh, So what were you saying, Maxie? I was just saying that's a common thing with every Ace Attorney game, pretty much, because the first one is, to my knowledge, always a tutorial, and they Mm -hmm. keep that one short and breezy. The second one usually introduces the investigation mechanic, so it's also partly a tutorial. And then it gears up and gets longer in the third, fourth, and it's yeah. the fifth one, the fifth. It depends. Mm-hmm. Like, they're all, they all follow a sort of similar overarching, uh, mm-hmm. set of, of rules, but they're not, uh, they do mix it up a bit. Um, yeah. So, uh, it's around this point where we start talking about the DL6 case. Yep. Uh, like, I think it was mentioned briefly before, so it's like, it was like this murder case with this guy named Yanni Yogi, uh, Mia and Maya's mother was involved in like, she was the determining stuff. we saw in the Yeah, she scene. was, yep, uh, there's, uh, Miles Edgeworth's dad, Gregory Edgeworth, was there, uh, I mean, as the like victim. the, he was the victim. Every character uh, in this movie, except for Lotta Hart, was involved in the DL6 incident. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, pretty much. Uh, and, and, uh, also, like, yeah. Anyways, uh, so, uh, Phoenix is trying to learn about this case. Uh, uh, we, we learn about, or, yeah, I already said this part. Okay. So, let's see. Uh, so Yanni Yogi was able to get away with a not guilty verdict because he pleaded insanity. Uh, uh, very and rare in Japan. Very rare. Like. And, and very unsuccessful in America. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it's very, a not guilty plea is very rare in Japan. They almost entirely, right. if a, if a court goes to trial, it will almost always result in a guilty verdict because of the prosec- prosecutorial system in Japan. Yeah. Yeah. Which is why Phoenix Wright being a defense attorney is such a big deal. Yes. Uh, I mean, Phoenix Wright is, is an, an, essentially an indictment of the way that trials are run in Japan. 
mm-hmm. which is kind of yeah. Cool. Apollo Justice was like uh, it's it, yeah, it's like was like basically an advertisement for the because uh, they were trying to get a jury system established at one point. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But that's uh, for a different time or podcast. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, uh, other stuff going on here. We see, like, this shot of, like, of, I think it's, like, Miles Edgeworth and a mysterious guy on a boat. Mm-hmm. He's like, the mysterious guy shoots Miles... But he says Merry Christmas in English. Yeah. Yes. He I'm, says Merry Christmas. I'm not uh, sure, like, is he missing on purpose or does he no, just really No, he's not. He's just looking fire? away. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um. Uh, so, also, we see, uh, we then cut to, like, the next morning and, like, uh, Maya runs over to Phoenix. And the uh, most important thing has happened. Yeah. Turn on the TV. Uh, uh, she, it turns out there's a giant life form spotted at Lake Gord, nicknamed Gordy. Yes, Gordy. I love Gordy. Gordy's I was so good. It, like, oh my god, I fucking love this game. Uh, Turnabout Goodbyes is, like, legitimately one of my favorite game stories of all time. Mm. It's it's so weird. and has so many elements you never think are going to be important that end up being, like, the, the crux of the entire case. It's, yeah. It, it's one of the best mysteries. Like, it, it just, it rocks. They did, it's they, really they, good. They did, they did such a good job with it here, with, like, mm-hmm. boiling it down to the, like absolute essentials to keep it under, you know, like, eight hours. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just love it. Yeah. So, after seeing the stuff about Gordy, uh, they changed the channel to the other thing being presented right now at Lake The Gord. second most important thing. <laughs> yes. The fact uh, that a man there, was murdered. <laughs> a man was murdered, and the suspect is Miles Edgeworth. Dun, 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 dun. How many, uh, like... Yeah, I mean, I guess if the, uh, if my district prosecutor murdered someone, it would be on the news, but I wouldn't know him by name. Mm-hmm. I, um, I do know mine, but again, that's very specific. The, yeah, I that, mean. Th- th- I, I had to for my job for many years. Uh, <laughs> Michael Freeman. God damn you, Michael Freeman. God damn you, uh, Hennepin County you Attorney slime. Michael uh, Anyway. So now that we've libeled a lawyer, um, uh, Phoenix offers. I haven't said anything that's untrue. He's a slime ball. <laughs> mm-hmm. So Phoenix meets with Miles in the saw trap room, and and offers... says, "And says I didn't want anyone to see me like this. Not you. Mm-hmm. Uh, no they're homo, so though. gay. They're so gay. Mm-hmm. It's uh, it's textual. It's textual. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Phoenix... you know, after that, yeah. we get a scene where." Edgeworth's other boyfriend, Dick Gumshoe, is yeah. begging him to represent Edgeworth in court because nobody else will. That's, because it, it turns not, out he's not his sorry. boyfriend; he's his sub. Oh, okay, of course. <laughs> uh, but it turns out that when you are the demon prosecutor and constantly getting up to court romantics, uh, defense attorneys start to fucking hate you. And what the they, cops start to love you. Yeah. yeah. And do, the cops love you. One thing I do really love about this scene is 
it is filmed almost entirely in silhouette. There is just like very bright mm-hmm. light through a doorway and everything else is in shadow. Yeah. And this is another mm-hmm. bit that feels straight out of a stage play to me. Uh, it's also mm-hmm. just a very Takashi Miike thing. Um, yeah, I can I can see shots in audition. They're like this one. It's just very moody and set against like like all the characters are in in silhouette, and it's easy to tell who they are because they have distinct anime hairstyles. Um, yeah. Uh, my note for this scene just says we heart Gumshoe, even though he's a bootlicker. Yeah, that's yeah, the thing. Uh, that's that, that's the thing two, about it. There are two wolves inside of me, and one is. Gumshoe is a is a cute little baby, and uh, the other is fuck cops. Uh, yeah, I mean the you just have. I mean, you gotta you love Gumshoe. To He's that. so nice. He's yeah, like you just Columbo. honestly, if you're gonna play these games, you just have to shut like every like every society part of your brain off. Like mm. this just exists like in a completely where the world happened like completely the opposite of how it is now it's literally i mean it's literally developed in the context of a different culture so that i know i have very limited knowledge on yeah I mean, I've I've i'm done as a fucking still brick, shit so. in japan oh no but... cops are shit everywhere because policing is violence but uh yeah yeah uh so yeah uh they decide to investigate uh turns out there's a lot of People trying to, uh, take photos over at Lake Gord. Uh, so they might be able to find something there. Uh, and they end up, uh, finding one particular camera that only takes photos when loud noises are made. This I got very excited at because I know who was coming up next. And yeah. And she's ex- my girlfriend. I was excited to see who, uh, how they would handle her. And I must say, uh, perfect. Um, she, yeah, she is literally the character that she is in the game. It's perfect a lot of in every way. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, yeah, this camera only takes photos when loud noises are made because that's because Gordy made a loud noise when they showed up. Uh, so we meet a lot of heart. A lot of heart. Yep, a lot of heart has a giant red afro <laughs> and a thick Kansai accent. Uh, which the subtitles, uh, see, uh, decide to portray insanely. Um, yeah. It is, it there's, is, like, lots of, lot. she cries, uh, uh, it, there's it, a lot, there's a lot of, like, replacing S's with, with They didn't Z's. necessarily give her a southern accent, they just made her sound like an insane person. Um, where were you, wait, where did you guys watch this? I watched uh, it on YouTube. Same. Oh, okay. I watched oh, okay. it on, I found a yeah, some like completely unrelated website. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Le- mine legal, didn't I'm get sure. as yeah, mine didn't oh, get as very nutty legal. With... Uh, very mine legal. didn't get nutty don't, with the subtitles. Don't worry about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I so... I purchased it on DVD and yeah, you know, imported it. it in. Uh, yeah. So yeah, a uh, lot of heart. Uh, like. It, is like shows them like this photo that was taken at on December twenty fourth at eleven thirty p.m. Christmas Eve, uh, but because of all the fog, you can't see anything on it. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
And also we get, like, the whole thing about the explanation about how uh people are looking for Gordy because, like, there was this couple who decided to take a fo- timed photo out by the lake. And while the photo was being taken, there was a big cry and what appears to be one of Gordy's tentacles showing up. Uh, hmm. No, that's, to Gord- that's Gordy's head. Oh, that's Gordy's head. I'm no, a, that's I'm Gordy's sorry. dick. Yes, yeah, so oh. that's Gordy's huge Ah, the teen. That's Gordy's huge cock, I see. Okay. A lot of heart. Uh, I fucking love this unscrupulous bitch. Uh, <laughs> we stand. She's the most, an- she's the second most annoying character in the franchise, and she's mm-hmm. great. Uh, oh no, it's, it's Wendy oh, Oldbag. It's, it's Wendy oh, Oldbag, yeah. yeah. You're right. right. <laughs> Hands of course, down. Of course. <laughs> she, uh, she's like, <laughs> Miles Edwards' worst fucking fear. <laughs> A woman. Listen, <laughs> yeah, listen, we talk, is, we've been talking a lot about how Ace Attorney is a dude's rock series, but in fairness, it is also a I don't just support women's rights, I support women's wrongs series. <laughs> I support women's <laughs> rights. I support women's rights to shut the fuck up. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's both it's both of those. <laughs> it's like dude it's it's dudes rock, dudes suck ass. It's support women's wrongs and support women's rights to shut the fuck up. The, uh, so many when, multitudes. When the, so like it's like that comic where it's like no fear and then the next panel is Miles Edgeworth with, with Wendy Oldback in also in the panel and the shirt changes to one fear. Uh, so yeah, uh they like we were deprived of her in this movie. It's very sad. It's not that uh, sad. It's not that sad. She genuinely just fucking yeah. sucks. A uh, lot of heart, like, explained she told the police about it, but not, but isn't going to tell Phoenix right about it. I think, like, she sees Phoenix badge and thinks it's a Yakuza badge or something? No, no, no. She realizes he's an attorney, mm-hmm. but she thinks that blue lives matter, so she doesn't mm-hmm. trust defense attorneys. She says, I'm on the side of justice, a.k.a. the cops. And so I wrote, mm-hmm. it, my note for that just says, uh, gumshoe bootlicker parentheses celebratory, a lot Which, of heart, bootlicker know, parentheses derogatory. Listen, That's I could fair, uh, because it's not just, like, everywhere, uh, defense attorneys are pretty much maligned because they, uh, because of the adversarial justice system, they are it is their job to def- to present the best case for the defendant that they can, uh, which makes it look like, and sometimes is, that they are trying to defend a person who did something wrong. Uh, but that's kind of how the fucking system works. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, no, I mean, I worked, I, I mean, I'm not going to uh, you know, dox myself too much, but I uh, worked for a public defender's office, and uh, <laughs> some. Some of the shit was like, yeah, no, that's that's pretty much that's about right. <laughs> yeah, like it's not a perfect system, but I think the adversarial aspect of it is pretty good. Yeah. So, uh, let's see what happens next. Uh, they like I, we get some more information on like the victim. His name was Robert Hammond. He's age fifty-eight. Uh, they are able to like connect these, like, murders. Yeah, it says on the autopsy report here, real piece of shit. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Something darker lurks within. Uh, Robert Hammond was Yogi Annie's uh, defense attorney in the case. Uh, 
I'm audience, like, are you keeping track of all these characters? Because there will be a quiz later. Just play the game. Uh, Just play Phoenix, the game. Phoenix relays this information to Miles Edgeworth, and Miles is really upset because Phoenix is butting in. This isn't his business, uh, but Phoenix explains it is. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. we get, like, this classroom trial that happened to them as kids. Uh, the where most formative Phoenix- event in the entire series. <laughs> yeah, Phoenix... Uh, was accused of stealing uh, 3,800 yen in lunch money. Uh, Can you just, did that's a lot do of fucking money. Yeah, that's like 38 bucks. That's 38 dollars. That's, that's like 40 dollars of lunch money. Oh, oh I, I, couldn't, don't know. I couldn't remember if the math was that it was 38 dollars or that it was like 4 dollars. No, it's 38. The, the uh, current yeah. exchange rate Black. is such that 3,800 Japanese yen is 33 bucks. Mm-hmm. He basically... According to this, he probably would have stolen the entire class's lunch money. Or, uh, I mean, it could also be like a lump sum lunch money. Yeah, maybe like, it's like lunch money for the week or something. That's what I right, did right. at school. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, uh, during we this also child- got, It might actually not be lunch money either. Mm-hmm. It, that right. might just be a localization of it. I have um, no idea. And yes. point is, uh, this is all... Eat your hamburgers, food. Apollo. Eat your hamburgers, Apollo. All the fuss is about uh, all the fuss is about some money that got stolen, and everybody thinks that uh, Phoenix did it, including the teacher. I also yeah. think that Phoenix did it. It's, <laughs> it's okay. The truth. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, thankfully, uh, Miles Edgeworth is there to defend Phoenix as a tiny little lawyer boy, saying that there's no evidence. Uh, oh, and cream-faced business boy. He is the most cream-faced business boy. <laughs> I love that. He, like, all of the other kids have more casual clothes, but he's got, like, a, like a button-up and a top, a bow tie? Yeah, see, the thing is that he went from bow tie to cravat, and that's just a dark road that no one should ever have to go down. He was, he was assigned obnoxious gay at birth, and yeah. I respect that about him. Yeah. Uh, so... Because of this, Phoenix was inspired to become a defense attorney, and will fight for Miles at any cost. Uh, let's see, later on, uh, uh, so, like, because of this, Miles accepts he can be his lawyer. Uh, we, like, we get some stuff at the Lake Gord Boathouse. Uh, this, like, mysterious person shot at Miles, then, like, Missed, then fell into the water. Uh, and, like, Miles is, like, very confused. He grabs his gun. He doesn't understand. Uh. And the whole, and the whole time I'm screaming, why are you touching the gun? Why are you putting your fingerprints on the gun? Mm-hmm. Etc. Mm-hmm. As I was when I was playing the game, too. Yeah. But, you know. Yeah. I, I get it. I, I, he was in a state so, of shock. Von Karma, it turns out, he is the prosecutor. And, he hasn't lost a case in his 40 years, and he only ever took one vacation. I wonder if that's important. Probably not. Probably it was not. only 15 years ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, so I now, wonder if there was anything else that happened 15 years ago. I can't Probably think not. of anything. Yeah, no. it, it's a coincidence. Uh, the court is now in session. Uh, we we get our first... You get our first witness, Lotta Hart. Also, I would like to note that the music in this uh, movie is entirely adapted from the game soundtrack. 
Yeah, is it's all, all... Of it, even like the incidental stuff. Yes, that's cool. Yeah, it's. I love that. I I I see. I've mentioned this before, and I'll say it again. I think one of the most uh a lot of things, a lot of video game movies just sorely underutilize is just the game soundtrack. The music's already there. Just you can rearrange it to yeah, be more like, the, like cinematic. The Mario TV show got it right. Yeah. Yeah, they had to get something right. Yeah, they did <laughs> they did do the Mario. Devastating. Uh I'm just they... realizing this is like the only video game movie I think I've ever seen. Hmm. Hmm. I'm trying to think if I've seen any video game movies. I think I've seen at least six. No, I think yeah, this is the only one I've I've ever seen. Mm. Uh, well, I didn't know. Does Detective Pikachu count? Yes. Okay, then I've seen two. Uh, well, I don't know. Does Pokemon the movie count? Yes, all the Pokemon movies count. Okay, then okay, I've well seen, then I've like, seen like five. fifteen. Yeah. Okay. Mm. Uh, Never mind. Carry on. So it's after midnight. Uh, so, as it turns out, actually was it is Christmas. Christmas. Yeah, everyone falls over. That yeah. So uh, that this that was this moment like fucking killed me. It's like he's beautiful. He, he mm. just says, "So it was after midnight on Christmas Eve." So actually, it was Christmas, and then literally everyone, including Von Karma, falls over. And you get, like, yeah, shots of like that shot of Von Karma standing back up was so funny. It was really. I rewound that a and couple I mean, times and watched like, it again. Literally everyone in the courtroom, except for Phoenix, falls over. Like it throws themselves. Like it's one of those gifts of yeah. Like, it's like the uh, Enterprise Star Trek yeah. without the shaky cam on it. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh. So. Uh. The like case continues. Uh. Maya like tries to speak out. Uh. In objection to something, and she's like seen in contempt of court. If that's what I'm remembering, yeah. Her so right. yeah, uh, Lada, yeah. She's Lada is and... she's like Lada, stop lying. Uh, mm. You didn't see it, I know. And then Van Karma is like, "This is this is shitty. No, mm-hmm. bad girl." Don't. Van Karma says, uh, "I support women's <laughs> rights to fuck the shut the fuck the shut up." Um, <laughs> Von Karma pulled out a pair of red shoes and said, "Here, put these on, since you want to be a clown." Yeah. Uh, also, so, I would like to commend the casting of the judge. They cast a guy with too minute too much hair, but other than that, he's literally perfect. Yeah, he's always like really quiet and also, short, has this very impartial feel to him. He, I, yeah, that's the other. That's I mean, that's the one thing. He he's appearance wise, he looks exactly like the judge, but. Uh, he doesn't talk enough. He's not, he's not, mm. he's not bumbling enough to be the actual, to be the Phoenix Wright Yeah, judge. I, I don't mind, I don't mind the change for the movie. I think he, I, I think he's funny in his own way just by being yeah. so deadpan, like, in contrast to these, like, absurd court cases. Yeah. Fucking, yeah, larger than life, like, cases and mm. characters, and the judge is just, like, very, he's just like, yep, this happens every single day in my courtroom, and I'm just, <laughs> I have to clean up the confetti after this shit. Yeah. <laughs> Judges are paid the same as Janet yeah. is in this world. Yeah. So yeah, which, which is why it's better than the real world. Uh, Phoenix Wright shouts, "Hold it!" Uh, and like how she couldn't, she couldn't have really been able to tell if like Miles was there because like it, it was all foggy. But she had her knocks. She was looking for Gordy. Yeah, she was beanoing uh, it up. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, and she wasn't really looking for the boat, and she, like, gets scared and leaves? Yeah, no, that's m- one of the greatest things. Is So, yeah, yeah essentially, the, the contradiction is that if she, when she was there, if she heard, uh, uh, a loud noise, she wouldn't be looking for, uh, she wouldn't be looking for a boat with two men on it, she would be looking for Gordy. And so mm-hmm. there's no way that, even, th- especially through binoculars, that she'd have seen it. And then she basically right. says, oh shit, you're right, so that extremely <laughs> circumstantial evidence, and, uh, leaves. Yeah. And the gu- then the judge is like, oh, I guess that was a waste of time. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think he, I think he, what he said is like, uh, what, a, like, he, he said something that made me laugh. He was just like, huh, what an unreliable character. Yeah. Uh, and then Phoenix Wright points out that it might not have been that Robert Hammond shot Miles. Robert Hammond might have shot himself. Uh, and... I believe around this point, the uh, judge concludes the trial for the day, and that'll continue tomorrow. And here's uh, where we get one of the best scenes in the movie, mm-hmm. which is uh, the investigation sequence where Maya and Phoenix examine so random funny. objects the crime scene, because the player is just tapping on whatever yes, to see what dialogue so pops up. It's so, 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 so good. I love the way he says France. I can't stop watching that clip because he just, he go, he's like wading into the water with no shoes. There's a flag there with what looks like a tree (laughs) color. Yeah. And they, and he like, uh, he goes into the water. You, you just see him like from a long shot wading into the water without shoes and his pants are rolled up and he pulls something up and it's a line of dried squid. And then there's just, like, an entire line of people, like, all curiously watching him. And he just says, he just says, like, uh, like, you got this. And they all, like, just like, oh, and then they run away. And then he, he turns and put, he puts them down and he turns and it's just Maya watching. And he says, France. <laughs> so yeah. really there's good. also a bit that stuck out to me where they're just, like, looking at a crumpled up piece of paper like oh is this important no it's just a piece of trash yeah yeah there's a part like at the start of this uh they they're like looking along like a stream gourd, on gourd lake and they find like sake gourds which is why it's called gourd lake i think just... i thought it was called gourd lake because it was shaped like gourd a gourd mm-hmm. uh but yeah it's like it gourds, and maya says well it is gourd lake I, I gotta say, so Phoenix's uh street uniform is uh is just his regular clothes, but also a a white overcoat. Um, yeah, like a, a JoJo bold choice. jacket. Yeah, a bold yeah. choice. It makes him look like a scientist. <laughs> it does. He's got the. He's like, well, I'm investigating. I better get my lab coat on. But yeah, that's just like from what I can tell. That's what he wears when he goes outside, and uh, it's just like. He just looks like Emma a Sky science was busy, man. But her, it's a bold, it's a bold choice. It's her jacket the, was free. He listen. He got his degree in law sciences. Uh, yeah. That's it came, the lab coat came with it. Uh, so yeah. Uh, Phoenix and Maya are like talking with Larry. Oh wait, first they like they find like the boathouse 
They're, like, looking around in there. They can't really get inside, so they're just looking through these, like, dusty, foggy windows, and they see, like, a weird stick that is where a bird would be. Mm-hmm. Uh, so then they're, like, talking nothing. with Larry. Probably yeah. nothing. They're talking with Larry, and he reveals that the s- they see that the Steel Samurai balloon, which Larry has set up to advertise his cake, got damaged. Uh, this is my contender for funniest scene in the movie. It, it's it's yeah. the funniest scene in the game. Uh, yeah. It's, yeah. It's so good when you find this out. Mm. So, Rocks. a few days ago, he was inflating the balloon. And uh, just, to, just to preface this, you do see mm-hmm. him, like, when they first go to Gord Lake on the first day, uh, he is just out on the on the lake, like, poking, like, a bamboo rod around looking for something. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> it's just not explained, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, he was inflating this big steel samurai balloon, but uh, it got loose and uh, flew out over the lake and popped, and that's why people think Gordy is here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it, like, goes through, like, the the couple taking the picture and oh, and, right and showing the um uh show, showing the deflated balloon like flying by uh right as the picture snaps yeah also I would like to note that Maya is taller than Phoenix in this, in this oh movie. hell yeah huh. girl boss I had she's noticed. wearing she's cool. wearing yeah she's wearing like uh like big chunky sandals uh mm. like uh, she's got the goth it? stompers on uh, she, she's wearing Obi. Um, yeah, she's also got, no, like, no, a big fur what coat. Whatever. The big, chunky sandals. Getta? Yeah. No. Maybe? Uh, no, wait. Yeah, whatever. Oh, anyways. I was gonna say creepers. Anyway, it's just yeah. two, uh, two back in next month for four idiots trying, like, to, trying so, to talk about a pair of shoes. Yeah. Mm. Uh, so, yeah, uh, Phoenix then find. He's just sitting there, and he sees something in the newspaper. Um, excuse me, I have to call. Keep talking. Okay. Uh, let's see. Zori. Zori. There's Zori. Anyway. Anyway. Yeah, so, uh... I don't know. Let's talk about how much we like Larry Butts. He's great. Uh, Larry Butts is great. Also, when they realize, uh... they, (laughs) They realize the truth about, uh... Um, about Gordy, Maya's face is it's perfect. It's this could be the this could be the episode art. <laughs> Maya seems so betrayed, and uh... she was a true believer. She loved yeah. Gordy. We all love Gordy. Poor Maya, she struggles, and uh, uh. Larry says, like, oh yeah, uh, ever since I put up that stupid balloon, like, kids, uh, come from all over to shop here. Kids like Maya. <laughs> I mean, we fucking love the Steel Samurai. Uh, we, I yeah. love that it plays the Steel Samurai theme all the time. Um, and I wonder if Edgeworth went to the shop. Cause it's not established in this, uh, in, in, in this, in this movie, but, uh, Edgeworth but, is... But he's a fucking weeb, yeah. Yeah, he's a big Steel Samurai fan. I want him and Maya to go to a convention together. That's good fan art material. Yeah. I this... think I saw fan art of it, and that's yeah. why I... 
Maya, Maya with like a bunch of phone charms and uh and Miles with just like two like four bags full of <laughs> still savoring. Yeah. Miles waiting Miles waiting in line for like six hours to get the Steel Samurai's autograph while Maya mm. <laughs> with like a montage of all the like fun shit Maya's doing. Uh, uh yeah. Let's see. Um oh yeah, there was that weird scene where uh it, it's red white and he's being interrogated by Gumshoe. And he, like, raises his head up, and his mouth is covered in duct tape, but also has a zipper on it. What the fuck is going on with this scene? Yeah, I was gonna... Okay, great, because I was uh, I was gonna ask us to put the brain trust together and figure out what... So this is, this is not present in the game, if I remember correctly. Red White is just involved in the DL6 incident because he re- his news company reported on it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Uh... This is, he's not disappeared in this way, because, I mean, he's in jail. Uh, but. Yeah, it's, it's, uh, very strange. Very, very strange choice. I'm wondering Um, if it's, like, metaphorical, like the psych, psyche locks? It has to be, right? I mean, the psyche locks don't show up until the next game. But, like, I think it's more, I think it just, the movie just got very symbolic, very short, very quickly, and like, in a way that doesn't last, because I don't know what the fuck is going on there. It kind of rules, though, like, just as a shot. Yeah. It's definitely, it comes at you sideways, but I do like it. Um... So they establish, we're back in the court, they establish that, uh, well, it says the informer who reported the case went missing yesterday. Uh, that in the game would refer to Lotta Hart, but he says he can't escape the long arm of, uh, Von Karma says he can't escape the long arm of the law, so I assume it's referring to Red White and saying that Red White reported the case. Uh, uh yeah, is, I think I think that's it. This is it's just a little weird because like it makes sense the the uh I can't remember no it's oh wait no 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 they're talking about Yanni Yogi. I thought that was on the third oh, day because Yanni Yogi does show well, but Yanni Yogi called the police like he's the reason. Well, no, oh, and that okay. can't be it because he also shows up as the first witness. Hey, it's Yanni Yogi. Yeah, uh, it's it. Well, we don't. We don't know it's him yet. Oh, it's sorry, some, yeah. I, I always forget that that's a reveal just because man. I see him and immediately think of it. Yeah, there's this disheveled man who looks like, uh, as, or whatever his name was from Pokemon. He's like, it's been 3,000 years. Mm-hmm. Um, he looks like one of the, uh, the guys from Twin Peak The Return and says, got a light. Uh, but yeah, he's a he's just an insanely disheveled man. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, he's and, also apparently senile. Mm-hmm. Or uh, at least an amnesiac. Yeah, he claims not to remember his name, and Phoenix is like, "We're we're gonna let this guy testify? Okay. Mm-hmm. I, I guess 
If you're gonna let, I, I object, but if it's overruled, there's okay. a weird sort of atmospheric thing. At least that's what I thought it was initially. Where when he comes to the stand, there are just intermittently feathers falling from the ceiling. Mm-hmm. Uh, that sort of comes up later, but it's never really addressed. You just kind of have to still, <laughs> like, oh wait, why are there feathers falling from the ceiling? Um, anyway, so Phoenix is like, the testimony couldn't possibly be valid from this guy, you can't even remember what his own name is. And and Von Karma, uh, like, makes an epic face and says no, um, and the judge is like, yeah, he's right, uh, and so... Um, the mysterious boatkeeper, uh, reports the, uh, his account of the incident. He says that he heard a gunshot, which woke him up when he was sleeping in his hammock. He called the police. Um, he walked out and looked out of his window and saw, without a doubt, um, two men on the boat, one of which was the, uh, what was Miles Edgeworth, who he describes as the fluttery guy. And he... (laughs) Shot him while he was fluttering about. Miles uh, Edgeworth gets so mad at the implication that he, he so or his pissed. cravat is fluttery. Yes. And he says, I don't flutter that much. And he says it with such force that everyone in the courtroom falls down. Um, very good. He's the best. He's my son spend. So how do they end up bringing Larry back into this? Cause... Um, so what happens is uh, Phoenix is like, this guy's testimony is really dubious. It's weird. And um, Karma said, makes lay epic face and says no. And the judge is like, yeah, he's right. Uh, you don't have evidence. Uh, so I'm going, so I now pronounce the uh, defendant, Miles Edgeworth, guilty. And he bangs his gavel. Uh, which just happened in the game. You do get a guilty verdict. Um, and then, then Larry comes in. The most scared I've ever been in my life, by the way. Yeah. Larry comes in in the last second and runs up to the witness stand and he says, wait, no, I remember, I'm a witness. Yeah, and you get this fun bit where Phoenix and Von Karma are basically just sniping at one another over whether they can continue the trial. And Von Karma's yeah. like, no, no, he gave the verdict. I got my guilty verdict. Like, my <laughs> literally, Von Karma, like every time Von Karma speaks, I could characterize it as him making epic face and saying no. Because <laughs> that's basically what he does. That's his whole character. Yeah. Um, and so, but eventually, uh, the judge is like, well. The judge makes lay epic face and says no. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They- <laughs> He says, I guess I didn't. I guess he's not guilty. Let's uh, keep going. Uh, yeah. And so Larry takes the stand, and the most crucial evidence is presented. He's walking, He was out late at night with his metal detector looking for his steel samurai thing, and he found it. We've all been there. Yeah. <laughs> and he was uh, found it, and he was heading home. When he hears a gunshot and takes off his his little earbuds, takes out one earphone. 
He's got two. He just takes out one of them. Till the investigate yeah. the gunshot, you know. Uh, and so he's, yeah, he's hobbling along like a little goblin. Uh, and he hears the gunshot. And he recalls that uh, when the, uh, and Phoenix is like, well, all the other uh, witnesses reported hearing two gunshots. Um, he said, well, maybe I was listening to the radio, okay? Yeah, it's not it illegal, was... it's not a fucking crime, I'm single, and I wanted to hear somebody whispering tender voices in my ear, but all I got was this fucking DJ who said, In uh, 30 it's... minutes, Christmas Eve will come to a close. The number, the next number is Jingle Bells. Check it out. Hey, say the line, I... Phoenix. And he said, well, first of all, Larry did say Jingle Bells, very funny. But then say the line, Phoenix. Yeah, it, it's it's very different. This this interaction is very different from how it is in the uh, in the game, where like every time Larry gets called to the witness stand, he's just an unhelpful piece of shit uh, who who only helps on accident. And this is no different here. Uh, yeah, he is called, and he's just kind of like, well, I I mean, I didn't, you know, I'm not wrong. Maybe I was listening to the radio and I didn't hear it because def- like he said, it's thirty minutes to Christmas and. And then you're like, wait, what? Um, 30 minutes, you say? So, so almost Christmas. Almost Christmas, Christmas, as we all know, it wasn't Christmas. And they they realize this in this moment with, like, there's this little flash as each of them, like, put it together. I, I like yeah, I really, I really liked that. This whole section patch. with Larry's testimony gets all these 360 degree and whip pans. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's like very we're in the stylish. fucking Matrix. And it does rule. Like, I feel mm-hmm. like it sort of manages to provide comic relief and pathos at the same time because of how it's presented. Mm-hmm. Which I think is pretty I, cool. Yeah, which is something that I think the, the whole Ace Attorney series is Yeah, the games do general. really well because, they, yeah, it's so percussive and over the top when you have, like, you know, pointing and the close-ups and the cut-ins, all very mm-hmm. good. Yeah, just another reason that... You know, and just a broken record, but this adaptation fucking nails it. Yeah, and so he's like, "Wait a minute! So if you're if you heard the gunshot at um at thirty minutes before midnight, and everyone else then who heard was it phone after midnight? Then who was phone? And then he's like, "Wait a minute! I have a photograph of thirty minutes I was before phone. midnight with nothing on it, which means that the camera." was set off by a loud noise that occurred during that period, which means that Larry did hear a gunshot, and a possible culprit for that could be... That opens up the possibility that there's another culprit who is the boathouse keeper. Um, where, where is the boathouse keeper? And the, uh, oh. Oh, you want it... Well, we... I guess we lost him. <laughs> yeah, he he left... How yeah. do you lose a boat keeper? You forget to cherish him. Not as not as egregious as how do you lose a uh how do you fucking lose a cockatiel? <laughs> well Well you put it in the fucking vents. You put it in the periwinkler. So the um the feathers have been uh, raining down in the courtroom because we see zooming through the ducts of the courtroom that there's a there's a cockatiel in there. Mm-hmm. 
Hey, yeah, John's want to talk once again. That's not, not a cockatiel. Not that, wait, is that a cockatiel or a cockatoo? That, I can't remember uh, which is which. Let me look it up. That is a yellow-crested cockatoo. And hey, yeah, uh, you want to talk about uh, character design changes? Yeah, because yeah, it was a, it was in a, the original it was, game. This had the it was a macaw. Yeah, yeah it, it had the pattern of a scarlet macaw. Although it did still have a crest like a cockatoo. So, uh. I find it highly right. unlikely I think this that was if you a... had either of those birds in a in a tightly enclosed metal space inside of a courtroom, uh, courtroom's ventilation system, that you would not be able to hear them because they are notorious. Parrots are notoriously loud and make noise all the fucking time. Um, yeah, this seems like it was just a. a... A case of what bird was easiest to film with. Yeah, or what I birds respect. can talk. Mm-hmm. Um, now, in which case, actually... might I suggest the humble raven. Now, did um, they actually have the bird talk, or did they just, like, have somebody voice act the bird? Uh, oh, for sure they just had somebody voice act the bird. I don't know, it sounded like a bird. To me. <laughs> that's movie magic, baby. Yeah, that's the that's the trick. That's a, a trompe ear. Uh... Yeah, what they said. I'm French. Um, the, uh, anyway, so there, it's after the a recess has been declared. We established earlier that the trial can only go on for three days before a verdict must be reached, which, I mean, yeah, you know, you have to, justice has to be expedient. Um, right, it's like, yeah, that's the gameplay mechanic. <laughs> But also, you know, my tax dollars. Um, and so they, uh, so Gumshoe's like, don't worry, bud, uh, bub, as he would say if this were the video game, uh, I will find that mystery man for you. And then it shows him, uh, uh, I, I like this. I like this gumshoe change for the movie, kind of, where he's a little more confident and a little more, like, competent. I feel like and this he's... happens in... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They show him actually doing police work, which is... Yeah, he's he's got, like, all the fucking boys in blue out there. Yeah, I mean... Like, yeah, like, on the street. If, I mean, if, if, if being a Japan cop is any different than being an American... Is anything like being an American cop, then you do have to, uh... Uh, you do have to do, like, several years as a beat cop before, and it's a pretty high rank. So, I don't know. Maybe he's respected around the station, even if he gets his pay cut constant. Maybe. Uh, which is also a, uh, I don't know if it is still this way, but, uh, uh, prosecutors do write the salaries for detectives in, uh, the Japanese legal system. That's very funny. I didn't know that. Yeah, they they prosecutors are very powerful. Um, they can uh-huh. they can decide whether or not to bring a case to trial, um, or like they can decide not to prosecute um, if they don't feel like they can win and settle. Yeah, well, I mean, you can do that to an extent here too. But yeah, it's, but it's it, yeah. You, I, I think you can do it in civil cases even in Japan. Um, okay. Anyway. Uh, um, so... Yeah, so the so courts recess because they lost the guy, and they need to find the guy. Yeah, in, in this, uh, so they go, and they investigate the boathouse, 
and uh, who who is there? Uh, well, they they go and they find some stuff, and they're like, "Wow, this is wild." Uh, who could this guy be? Oh, it's uh, we got we found a letter saying that they will find like take revenge on the people on, who wronged on you. Miles Edgeworth and Robert Hammond who ruined your life. Who ruined and then your they life. get fucking tased. They get tased uh, uh, they, by a mysterious they, man, not in. Yeah. Yeah, so in... Yeah, go ahead, Elliot. They, they changed my favorite scene in the... Yeah, same. In the game, which is, um... Uh, which is, uh... Spoilers for the end of this podcast episode. The person who tased them is Manfred von Karma. Um... Uh... Which, in the game, they confront him head-on in the evidence room, and they basically say, Nah, 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 we've got the evidence and we're gonna kick your ass tomorrow, and he just whips out the taser. Yeah, and... All right, I'm back. That took longer than intended. That's now, okay. We're, we're in the back. Where place. are we? Uh, uh, we just we're, getting, taser. we're getting tased currently. Mm-hmm. Uh, God, the Von Kahneman taser gif is is good. Oh, um, hang on. I need, I need to find this. Oh, I, I put one in the chat. It's oh, in host chat. Oh, here's... Oh, here's... <laughs> it, it pasted as a PNG. Let me see. Here, it's, here's an actual I mean, It's a good PNG, too, if I'm being honest. The, yeah. Why doesn't it clearly animate? You, clearly, you don't no, own an air fryer. Yeah, what I mean about him having like the crazy eyes in the game. Yeah, this is well. I mean, this is way him at his craziest. But yeah, he's yeah. always evil looking. Um, yeah, and he loves his taser. Um, this is also the only time you see him with a front angle sprite, and he just looks insanely evil. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> he just looks like a demon. Um, yeah, yeah. There's uh, the there's the uppermost one. Um, but yeah, he is a, he is a silhouette uh, in this, and he he tases them. They they keep the Bon Karma mystery going for a little longer. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. uh, but it also says yeah, the DL six case never forget. And they do that, they use that as a cut to, um, um, uh, to, to, uh... Well, oh, to them telling, to Phoenix telling Edgeworth about yeah. what happened, and Edgeworth just goes, yeah, that does sound like you. Yeah, mm-hmm. so they woke up and all the evidence is gone. Um, mm-hmm. uh, let's see. I Is this around where we get, like, the flashback to... Uh, little Miles and his dad in the fight. Uh, I think so. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah, it is. It is because they um, yeah, because my note for this just says that they changed uh, they kind of changed the basis for the DL six case, which I think works much better for the movie. Yeah, because it was I, it was I, so petty. It, it was like so incredibly petty in the in the game, which I think also works, I, no, it's, I it's petty movie, here too. So, give us a breakdown of the difference. I mean, it's basically the same, isn't it? That Karma, Von Karma kills uh, Gregory Edgeworth because uh, he thinks, he, like, he, he it's the perfect crime, and also he was going to lose. He he uh, he was going about to lose the uh, the first case of his entire career. And I thought to, that it was, I thought in the game it was that he won the case, but he had had, like, 
he had gotten like a mark on his record or something. Oh yes, like, that's the one. Yes, he won the case. Like it, but was, he... it felt like it was a lot. Yeah, it felt like it was a lot. Um, I don't know. Yeah, he won the case, but it uh, he uh, it, 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 because he used like he was found out. Like he got reprimanded. He, he got like reprimanded once or something, so it wasn't a perfect case, and he held that against. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you gotta be and, right. I mean, it wasn't like he did murder him, but it wasn't premeditated. Is the is the mm-hmm. thing? It's that he wasn't planning on murdering him. Just the perfect opportunity to murder him came, uh, mm-hmm. came up, and he took it. Um, yeah, I think they and I, I think for the movie, the like fight in the evidence room worked better than like the elevator. I uh, I personally was kind of bummed that they didn't do the elevator. I thought that the elevator was a really good. A scene for that because basically in the uh in the game the whole thing takes place in the elevator there's an earthquake and the elevator gets broken and so essentially mm-hmm. what happens is the elevator spoilers for the end of this movie the elevator gets bro- and spoilers for the end of Phoenix Wright Ace Attorney um mm-hmm. uh the elevator gets broken down and they start running out of oxygen um mm-hmm. Yanni uh Yanni Yogi um, Miles and Gregory are in the elevator at the time. Um, uh, because the oxygen is running out, uh, Yanni gets, um, like, starts panicking and starts fighting with Gregory Edgeworth. Um, and during the course of which, a gun falls off of his belt. Um, Edgeworth throws the gun at the pair of them to try to stop the fight. The gun discharges um, accidentally, shoots through the elevator door, and shoots Von Karma in the arm, uh, causing him to scream. Mm-hmm. Then uh, uh, Von Karma comes across... Then after that, all three of them pass out from oxygen deprivation. Um, just as the elevator comes back on, Von Karma sees the scene, decides that it would be the perfect opportunity to kill... Gregory Edgeworth for the slight against him, and uh, does so, um, mm-hmm. framing uh, Yanni Yogi in the process. So yeah, this one is similar, but instead of there being an oxygen issue, there's no elevator, they're just in the evidence room, and Yanni Yogi misinterprets uh, Gregory Edgeworth like trying to double-check some evidence as him tampering with evidence. So mm-hmm. he gets in a fight with him over that. Uh, but then the same thing happens with my young Miles throwing the gun at him and it discharging. Uh, this time, yeah, it's it still hits um, Von Karma. Uh, the impact of the gun at the back of Yanni Yogi's head knocks him out. Uh, Miles faints from stress, it seems like. And then mm-hmm. Von Karma's like, well, it's just me and... Greg, so I'll just kill him. Yeah, I feel like I feel like the version in the game was a lot more compelling in the way that Shutakumi um games kind of can be, where it's a very distressing and fraught situation. Mm-hmm. Uh where you can see a thousand things going wrong at any moment. Um and so it's just kind of like a chaotic box of of sort of mystery that you kind of unravel the true nature of over time. Um and uh so it, it, it's honestly it's more tragic right it's not 
like, and it speaks to Von Karma's character more because he's presented with this perfect opportunity to kill the person who did, like, who, who, who gave him a perceived slight. And, um, it shows that he, he was, he did that. Um, whereas in this, it speaks more to a, a motive of, like, like, like he, he killed the man while he was still, like, looking him in the eye. Um, so. Yeah, I think the stakes were higher this time because, uh, or, or in in the movie for him to kill Gregory because he was like, because in this Von Karma's like forging evidence and shit. So. Yeah, it, it's a lot. It's a lot less fraught of a situation. Yeah, like in, in, in yeah, like it's something that would be traumatic to remember even if none of the other stuff happened and then on top of that a lot of other stuff happens and it's like it's just very stressful to think about and i like the way that they can do that and get in in these attorney games like present like this kind of very dark situation that's not like explicitly like it's not like a gory and it's not like viscerally upsetting in the moment but there's something about it that nags at the back of your mind that says oh fuck Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I feel like the elevator scene was like really that. Like every time I think of it, it kind of like it. it, it I I I feel a I feel a certain way. Do we? Right. Get... I, yeah. Oh, I, sorry. Go I, on. I I totally agree with you there, Gaga. Do we get the uh. scene of Gregory versus Manfred Bun Karma in the courtroom now, or is that later when we learn a bit more about DL Six? I think that is later. Basically, okay. I just said like the last thing that happens in the movie, but like it's. I think it's yeah. Kika and I kind of got off on a on a tear there for a minute. I think it's easier to talk about it in like a summary way than to like try to like re relitigate or like retell just what happens in the movie and unveil it yeah. as it happens there. There mm-hmm. is one thing I want to mention about that scene, then, which is we do eventually see the trial that got you know von karma his grudge against gregory edgeworth basically uh and the main thing that sticks out to me about that is there's still a ceiling mounted evidence robot but mm-hmm. because it's 15 years ago there's no hollow screens it just has a crt it's a big <laughs> yeah, crt yeah, yeah. i'm obsessed with it it's so good this is so good this movie rocks <sighs> now i'm just thinking of a hypothetical Great Ace Attorney film where in that one it's like some steampunk shit. Hell I mean, yes, it's all great, absolutely. Like steam, greatest Attorney's already fucking wild. It's all like I, I don't know if you're you, you've seen uh, Dan, but what happens mm-hmm. is when the jurors decide that someone is guilty or innocent, which they can change over the course of the trial, they slam their uh, their desk and a fireball gets hopped up onto uh, one. Or another side of a, a giant scale. Oh uh, right, I've judge. seen this. Yeah, and it yeah. <laughs> oh my god, I haven't seen that. That's amazing. Uh, I I was I was hoping it was kind of more like a uh they they turn their chairs around like they're on the Voice. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the um that would be that'd be really funny. Yeah, it's it's similar to uh to Professor Layton versus Ace Attorney, where you have the mob cross examinations. And it's God, fun. I haven't played. I haven't played that either. I've only played uh, the. I've only played the six main series. Well, ones. I will say that both, um, 
both uh, Professor Luton versus Ace Attorney and uh, and Great Ace Attorney are better than uh, the sixth entry in the in the mainline series. Uh, and okay. I would not, yeah, and I, I'll, I'll, I would I'll not say that. that, I would not say that Professor Layton versus Ace Attorney is particularly good either. Is the sixth entry the dual... one with the punished Apollo? Yes, it's, it's Spirit of, no, 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 that's the fifth. No, uh, oh. Spirit that's of Justice. The, that's the fifth, and I'm a, I, I'm a dual destinies defender. But yeah, I'm a, like I'm the, also a dual even destinies. Even I didn't defender. like the sixth one. It's got Aura Blackquill in it, and she's a lesbian. What more do yeah, you fucking want? Yeah, you really want? didn't, they didn't. Mm. Uh, like, Simon's in that game, but he, like, Simon's in, uh, six, but he's in the worst ca- case of it, and... He's in the worst case, and he's weird, like, and he's... He's weird, yeah. He's weird in it. But anyway. we can talk about that a different anyway. time. Anyway. Uh, so, anyway. <laughs> what, where were we? I mean... I mean, we were getting um, to the third day of the trial, I think. Because, you know, yes, we talked about the we, taser. Yeah. Yes, and the 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 judges the judge declare is about to declare him guilty, and he's about to bang his gavel, and then a the blue, blue badger's hand, hand. yeah, yeah, blue badger's hand uh, intercepts it. Yeah, very yeah. good. Um, also, when when Phoenix is like stalling for time, he does the thing where he's like, no. Uh... <laughs> yeah. Phone covers, like, Stop um, it. Also, what really quick. Of going back to the blue badger, uh, the, oh, the yes. blue badger precedes Gumshoe bringing in the. Uh, uh, I think Gu- Gumshoe Yanni? bringing in the guy, yeah, yeah Yanni, it's, it's yeah, Yanni. Um, yeah, and-, and then we get a. Sorry, one one more thing about the blue badger. Um, mm. We when it it cuts back to the front view of the courtroom, yeah, the blue badger falls off of the judge's pedestal and his head rolls off, and the suit is empty. <laughs> It's so freaky. I it's love scary. it. scary, yeah. I, I'm so... That was, that was the point where I had to pause the movie and just be like, well, I'm living with this for a minute. Yeah, the that's, blue kind, of, is, that's the kind blue of the badger. tone that the blue badger... That was very respectful to the tone of the the, the blue badger has in the in the games because he's he's incredibly terrifying. He, like, I, I forget what how exactly it's... Uh, like so, in in uh, Rise from the Ashes, where the Blue Badger is introduced, or I guess not introduced, but I don't uh, think so, uh, I remember the first. Case he must he be was... a, no, he he must be like primarily in Rise to the Rise from the Ashes because I I mean he's been yeah he's like the background like mascot for the police. I just can't remember if he uh, if he was in uh, Spirit of Justice or Justice for All. Uh, not Spirit of Justice, uh, uh, tri- Trials and Tribulations or Justice for All, because those came I don't, out I, see, before I, Rise I, I don't the have, did. Right, I don't have as much of a memory of the Blue Badger as other people seem to, so I think it must be Rise <laughs> from the Ashes. So, anyway, play. he's introduced <laughs> anyway. as this horrible little cardboard thing that kind of plays this little tinkly song and, like, moves mm-hmm. around, and it's, like, described by everybody as, like, a macabre wiggling dance. Uh, uh-huh. Let me find. Okay, go on with the summary. I'll I'll find the blue badger dance. <laughs> oh boy. Um. So let's see. Uh. Yeah. So. Uh. Yeah. The uh, mysterious caretaker is here. Uh. The. Uh. Yes. So. Like. He's he's explaining he wanted to buy 
food for Polly, his parrot. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, like, this is around where Phoenix realizes that the mysterious Kate caretaker is, in fact, Yanni Yogi. Uh, the problem is uh, that it's very difficult for him to prove it, because the man mm-hmm. has no recollection of his name. Uh, apparently, yeah. you know, it's been 15 years. It, you can't really go by face. Um, and his fingertips were burnt off, allegedly, while he was at a job where he worked with... Uh, you know, serious. He's working at a drug factory, as they say. Yeah. 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 The drug factory. Uh, so, at this point, he starts, like, praying to the thinker, and he gets an idea. Yeah, the, the cockatoo is making a lot of noise, and Gumshoe is trying to get it to quiet down, and he is about mm-hmm. to leave the courtroom. And, and this is this is so much funnier than it is in the game, to be honest. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He calls the parrot as a witness. Uh, and he's like he's like sweating profusely. Yeah, and like keeps look glancing over at the judge. Like, is this going to be allowed? Because this is a this is a player choice in the game. There's like, mm-hmm. who are you going to call as a witness? And it opens your your court record, and you have to choose the parrot. Yeah, <laughs> it's the right answer. It's through. Yeah, and then like it, this scene is great. Like it's he's great because he's def- acting against the parrot. Like the parrot's <laughs> actually there. Yeah, mm-hmm. the parrot's just sort of s- sitting there, like uh, making noises, uh, shitting the on parrot, the floor. The par- it's so, shitting the constantly. Parrot, the parrot mm-hmm. shits in like two s- discrete scenes. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. it's a beautiful it's a beautiful yellow crested cockatoo too. Like there's yeah. some close ups on its eyes. It's very pretty. It's a great actor. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, and, and this is all, like, a very long one-shot. Um, and so, like, he goes over, and he's like, and she's like, hungry! Hungry! And so he's like, oh, Gumshoe, do you have food? Gumshoe has food. <laughs> so, I love that Gumshoe, Gumshoe has food. He goes over, and he feeds the the bear, he, fe- he feeds Polly, and Polly, like, hops up onto his arm, and it's very cute. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then Paul, yeah, and like he's acting against this parent very clearly, and she's kind of doing what she wants. It's like there's, you can see like him improving in the scene, like trying. I, I like to, when it's just did you see the quick cu- Did you see the quick cutaway when it flies at his face? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just Polly, Polly. Yeah, I'm it, sorry, and then it flies at his face. Now, so. Yeah, so it basically goes nowhere for a while. There is a point where it starts saying strings of numbers that are associated with Yanni Yogi's wife, Polly, including, you know, her date of birth, her date of death. and uh, Well, and they're ex- all, it, it, like, the best part is it, it's, like, his bank number and his social security. <laughs> and and like, Phoenix points these out, but people are like, that could still be a coincidence, uh, until he does say, I'm sorry, Polly, to the bird, and the bird says, I love you, Yanni. Mm. And this is where Yanni gets his big revelation. <laughs> I just went back and watched the scene where it flies. <laughs> yeah, because he's in he's in judge is like, what? And then he tries again and he's like, I'm sorry, Polly. I love you, Yanni. Um and and then he like gets excited and stands up quickly and he's like, Judge, we got and then the bird flies at his face and you can see him just like ah. 
Uh, so good. Let me let me get a good screenshot of it. Anyway, oh, at that point, Yanni Yogi drops the act. He mm-hmm. owns up to who he is, and I believe he even owns up to being the person who, you know, he killed yeah. the uh, he killed Robert Hammond, yeah, uh, and was going to frame Edgeworth for it. But it's also at this point that Edgeworth is like. Yeah, but I'm the one who actually killed my dad. And we mm-hmm. get another flashback to that scene. We see him throwing the gun and it discharges and his dad is shot. Uh, so it's like, the judge is like, well, I guess we'll try Yanni Yogi for this murder, but now we gotta figure out what to do about Edgeworth. Uh, and, and we do get a little scene that says like, like bonus scene is overlaid over Edgeworth on the witness stand. Extra round, yeah. Yes, that's what yes. Online. <laughs> it's very yeah. good. Mm-hmm. It, uh, it was yeah, very video gamey. I like the wait. I want to talk about the sh- real quick about the short recess that they have in between, um, mm-hmm. uh, in between the end of that case and the beginning of Edgeworth's. <laughs> okay, I did. I did just see the screenshot of uh, of the bird flying at Phoenix's face. <laughs> it legitimately just flew at the dude's it's, face. It's really funny. Um, uh, there's. Oh, let me get my note for the exact thing that he said. Um, oh. Edgeworth is like, it's hopeless, dude. Like, give up, stop defending me, or whatever. Um, and Phoenix says, I'll believe in you until the end. So, you know. Yeah. Let's rock. Uh, you know. We, so, I do want to say, uh, Yanni Yogi's, uh, it's a very different, uh, th- we get, like, a whole flashback here uh, for Yanni Yogi. And uh, it, it tells his man pain backstory, which, you know, legit sucks um yeah honestly it it is the moment where he first comes home and you just see his house covered in posters that are like fuck you murderer it's really good Mm. um the uh it's it's a lot more i I think it's a good adaption choice like i think both of them are are effective in the game he's more just kind of sad and Mm. sort of like like dissociative um, yeah. Like, he still... Well, he had, like, he had legit, like, snapped from oxygen deprivation in mm-hmm. the game. In the, in the movie, he was, um... Overworked. Uh, well... He, oh, yeah, he, no, like, so, yeah, he was... No, he was coerced into a, uh, into an insanity plea by his attorney because his attorney didn't want to look bad. Yeah, and, like, yeah, you cut to the courtroom... And the attorney's like, oh, I can't believe I'm getting away with this shit. And he's like, yeah, well, you're not guilty for insanity. So, see ya. Uh, and mm-hmm. so he's walking home, and there's just murderer. Like, everyone's calling him murderer, and murderer is plastered all over his house. And he goes inside, and it's quiet, and he's empty, and he's like, Polly? Polly? And, uh, really terribly not like terribly like in poor taste but like terribly and like it's fucking sucks yeah you Uh, just you can see her on the balcony and at first it's just like barely visible that her feet are off the ground and then mm -hmm. like it doesn't yeah i thought she was gonna jump i thought she was alive and was gonna jump yeah no for a second honestly this is like one of the 
strongest scenes in the movie. And this is saying a lot because it is a good movie overall. But like, you just see a close up of her leg just dangling mm-hmm. about you know six inches mm-hmm. above the balcony. It's a, it's a, yeah. it's another very good, very Takashi Miike sort of scene where it's the lot is told through like synecdoche. Like you need, mm-hmm. you only need this small piece of the whole image to tell what exactly is going on. Uh, and it, 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 it's very, he likes to do flashbacks in a way that very closely resembles memory where you have memories, like you have images, quick images of like parts of something, not the whole image, just kind of evocative pieces of it. Um, mm-hmm. And this is one of those things. Like, it's very good. Uh, but also uh, it, very it, bad. It, is... it sucks. <laughs> it's, it's Yeah, it sucks. Devastating. It's really good. It's, it's, very, it's very nice and subtle. It's not so nice and subtle later when he starts, like, hallucinating his dead wife with a birdcage for a head. Yeah, I yeah. Didn't, didn't like that part. But that's also that. another very Takashi Miike thing. <laughs> this is the only film of his I I've seen, so I'm really I'm I'm just soaking it all in. Yeah, you, he's a very good filmmaker. Um, uh, let's see, like we see scenes of him like getting the notes, uh, hydrochloric acid, and a gun. Uh, he like burns his fingerprints off with like the hydrochloric acid. Well, he sent a note. Oh. He sent a note with instructions mm-hmm. to, it, it to says, burn his fingerprints. The off. time has come to take your vengeance on uh, the people who ruined your life, basically. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, and he's like, we then see him like, I don't know if this is after he kills them. Uh, he says he can die happy now, and. Uh, it's around this point where we see the ghost of Polly, as mentioned before, with a cage on her head. Yeah. Uh, so, right, anyways. I think it is, I think, I mean, I think it is an effective way of conveying that he was holding on to the bird, uh, through, Mm -hmm. because of a, um... Like he was trying to keep his his wife's ghost alive and holding on to that mm-hmm. uh, right. anger and and misery this whole time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. Uh, I just didn't like it because it was spooky. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so we see like the memories of like my or wait, hang on, I'm tr- trying to figure out where we are. Uh, okay, so, so this is basically. Uh, they say, all right, Edgeworth, you didn't kill... Well, Edgeworth is like, yeah, I didn't kill the people in this case, but I did kill my dad in the DS6 incident. Um, the judge says, sounds good, we're going to put a 10-year-old good. on let's trial. Sounds good, let's go, yeah, let's... Uh, After the break. What, what, double jeopardy? What? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know what that means. Is that like a game show? Let's go! I mean, that's what trials are in this world. Uh... So the gun has. I think Double Jeopardy does come up in Phoenix Wright, but mm. uh, yeah, I'm not sure. But not in this game. No, I'm not sure how how the the relitigation of a uh, of a closed case from or wait, no, I think in the game the gate the case was never closed, uh, and or like its trial period, like whatever the period, um, to which it could be. Uh, relitigated was coming up. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was like tomorrow or something. Yeah, it's like because like, it always, they, they cause do it it always the, is in these games. Yeah, they do it on the last possible day it could be relitigated. Right. Uh, I mean, normally you'd have to go through an appeal system and appeal the verdict of that case, but in this case, they're just kind of like, oh yeah, we'll try you for this ten-year-old, yeah, they said like fifteen-year-old case. Like, sure, why not? Uh, yeah, leave, <laughs> leave uh, me, leave me, leave my ass alone. Um, <laughs> So, the gun has two bullets, but post-shooting it was empty. Uh, one of oh, them hit- the second bullet. Yeah. Uh, it turns out there was only one gunshot at the crime scene, which means someone must have carried off the other bullet. And, uh, Phoenix, like, starts, like, thinking for a bit, and he, like, moves some stuff, and he accidentally knocks over the sinker statue- uh, and, uh... Well, this is, uh, this is... Wait, is that when this happens? No, that happens at, yeah, like, the pretty... end of the trial. Like, yeah, sorry, so sorry. what happens well, later... Well, yeah, but I mean, we don't have to go over yeah, every sure. step. Well, I do want to, I do think it's kind of important that Von Karma has the bullet in his shoulder. Yeah. yeah. Um, the, the the main thing is... Oh, yeah. Before this happens, Phoenix is like, there's one other person associated with DL6, and it's you, because you were... Yeah the prosecutor mm-hmm. in Edgeworth's last case. This is also yeah. a, a moment that is a moment of player choice where it's like, who else was involved in the DL6 incident? Mm-hmm. Um, and then you realize, oh wait, that guy. Yeah, so so they have this discussion of the last bullet could have been carried off if it was in your body, and Von Karma's like, well you can't prove that, uh, and what happens is what happens is he uses Larry's <laughs> he metal that. detector that he was using earlier yeah. to uh fucking scan the uh lake for the steel samurai stuff. Yeah, um, he just goes Larry bring the bring that over here real quick. Yeah, so <laughs> the judge is like I'm going to allow this. <laughs> he he proves that Von Karma has the bullet in his shoulder. Von Karma's like, "Well, you can't prove that it matches the gun." And what happens instead is he's able to ruin Von Karma's credibility by instead proving that the bullet, which was the decisive piece of evidence in the case preceding DL6, didn't match the gun, meaning one way or another he manufactured that evidence. Right. What it, yeah, yeah, cause, uh... You- like we said before, Von Karma got rid of all the evidence when he tased Phoenix, yeah. so the handgun's gone. One of the coolest things about the game is that you never, like, you, you you don't actually get him on that. You don't actually get him for the DL6 incident. You get him on the fabricating evidence, and he just admits the DL6 incident. I <laughs> right. really love... He like, it's like you got Al Capone on tax evasion. Yeah. I really love the also, editing technique they used oh, yes. for his final breakdown. I wish they had gone it's a little bit. It's so good. The jump cuts are such a good idea. It yeah, is shot so, all of a sudden like a horror movie. It's insane. A, a big thing with the breakdowns in the 2D games is that, uh, especially as it goes on, the true perpetrator will like rapidly flip between different poses. And I think this is sort of the closest you can get to that in live action where just in the middle of his monologue as he paces the courtroom, it's just, like, jumping. Um, yeah. Yeah, it, I, I, I wish never, there was a little really more good. of it, but I've it's very good. I've always felt that the, um, that too much emphasis by the 
it, too much emphasis is put on the breakdown sequences in the games. I find them entertaining, but I don't think that they're um, the same. I, I find the monologue that accompanies them a lot more uh, interesting a lot of the time than the breakdown mm-hmm. itself. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I think that like, I mean, Von Karber's breakdown in the game is a lot more, um, well, he slams his head into the desk until he starts foaming at the mouth and knocks himself out. Um, pretty good. Which is pretty good. Um, I like, this, yeah, I like that they, I, I do like that they changed it for the movie. Though. Yeah, and this he just kind of gets a, uh, a Hannibal lecture about how defense attorneys suck shit because they're defending people who, who are, who are criminals. Bro, you're a criminal! Yeah, Bro, it's, you're, it's, that's yeah. you! It, have y'all watched that, uh, that, that Sean video, Prager You and the Law? Where it's like Prager, <laughs> Prager You is like, because California, like, because this county upholds the law by kick, kicking homeless people out, whereas they're actually breaking a law by kicking the homeless people out. But, yeah. I mean, uh, listen, when the thing is that when conservatives and reactionaries talk about law, they're actually exactly. talking about order, and when they're talking about order, they actually mean not making me look at the underclass. Yeah, it's, it's, it's about uh, essentially eugenics and fascism. Um... um and yeah, he's basically like you would defend the scum of the earth. You would stop justice from being committed, fabrication, concealment. What what do these things matter? Maya what's just important tweeting. is people who are. Maya's just tweeting. Men will talk about uh, how criminals are the scum of the earth when they're literally confessing to falsifying evidence. Yeah, they yeah. like it. He's just means like a means emoji. Yeah. Um, the. Uh, yeah, he's like, you, you prevent justice from being done. You stop crime from being prosecuted. Uh, you're, you're like, you, you're, you're, you're but little baby. I am, I am the big boy. Yeah. Uh, uh, I will just say one more thing about my real life, uh, law experience. Um, prosecutors do be fucking talking like this. <laughs> yeah. That makes sense. <laughs> they got a law degree. Uh, yeah. So, they take him away. He, like, takes his cane with him. Uh, and Miles Edgeworth is declared not guilty. And confetti rains down. Like big, huge chunks of confetti. Yeah. And there, there's, it, there's like a big thing on the screen that's just like the, uh, kanji for not guilty. Uh, Elliot, did you see who was there when every, when Larry Butt stands up to applaud? Um, God, I feel. Do you, do you I feel re- like there's someone else there, but I don't remember. No. Do you recognize who this is? Um, uh, I'm waiting for it to load. Oh my God, is that? I got it. Uh, Are we talking I, about really wig guy? That's uh, that's Shutakumi, creator oh, of the Shutakumi, uh, creator of the. Oh, that's series. so cute. That's cute. Yeah. yeah. No, I know I wouldn't have gotten that with a gun to my head. I don't know what the man looks like. Yeah. I, I, I love him. He is he is just a cute little man. Mm-hmm. Uh the only like video game creator that I know what he looks like, unfortunately, is Hideo Kojima. Yeah. I mean that's mm-hmm. unfortunate for all of us, but you know we Yeah. In fairness, we, yeah. Big corn. Mm-hmm. Big corn. Uh big corn. So uh, they 
they like on, there's on, like on celebrating. The, uh, sorry, on that on yeah. that meme, that two by two meme, he is does not know what Bitcoin is, invests in it. Um Who Larry? Uh no, no, uh that Larry and also Hideo Kojima. Oh, oh absolutely. Yes. Yeah, you're right. Hideo Kojima mm-hmm. does not know what Bitcoin is, but does invest in it. Oh, like, no, Larry is, doesn't know what it is and doesn't invest, but it's because he doesn't have any, he doesn't have any spare money. I was thinking that would be Phoenix. Investing in shit. Oh, Phoenix, yeah. Phoenix, uh, Edgeworth is, does know, does know what Bitcoin is, doesn't invest in it, and, uh, who would be does know and does invest? I think it's Manfred uh, it's von Clavier. Oh, it's Clavier. It's I was Clavier. Thinking, I, was I thinking love Maya. Clavier is my perfect son. But Maya. It's Maya absolutely does not know what Bitcoin okay, yeah, is. Okay, yeah, yeah. Maya's an SJW. You're right. Um, um. So, yeah, I I think around this point we get like this sort of like post court like scene with like Phoenix and Miles and. uh uh, Maya and Maya and 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 Larry and Larry don't forget Larry and, and Larry and Larry's the custodial staff and the custodial staff pushing away all the confetti. Uh, uh, they Phoenix saved him. They like shake hands. The uh, world's longest build up to this handshake. Mm-hmm. They they should they should have been they shouldn't have been cowards. They should have just shown them kissing on screen. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Uh, no. It's, they 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 need to ha- it needs to be full on uncensored uncensored sex and they can't do that in Japan so yeah. we should have been happy for what we got right uh, and I am mm-hmm. uh, I'll, so, I'll find I'll find the full on uncensored sex on other websites yeah yeah just just going on just going on Pixiv and just letting just, just letting, letting just letting fly yeah yeah uh so. Later on, after this, like, big moment, uh, it's like Phoenix, Maya, and Larry, and they're all thinking, there's still one unsolved incident. Who stole the lunch money? <laughs> it was Larry! And Larry just profess- confesses unprompted. Yeah, he stole it to buy a plastic model. And mm-hmm. he argues- Phoenix, is- Phoenix is going to kick his ass! Phoenix is mm-hmm. full-on midlife crisis, at least in my subtitles. He goes, well, what does that make me, then? I This this shaped my whole life. <laughs> because you stood up for me. <laughs> the, uh, yeah. like, I'm going back to art school. You guys suck. It's a beautiful thing. Like, yeah, like, it is what it, it's like the, I hate to reference fucking Marvel movies, but it's like in the, uh, it's like in in Endgame when she's like <laughs> when Wanda's like you ruined my life and Thanos is like I don't know who you are. Uh, you so, changed my whole life. I'm literally Larry Butts. Uh, they get a we get a credit sequence. I love of, this oh, sequence. Yeah, because you're familiar mm, with God, some of the yes. content, aren't you? Yes, they they end it on a loose adaptation of the Matt on guard trial. Yeah, I mean, he, uh, you, like, you Larry... Larry Butts, like, getting a new Jammin' Ninja balloon. Yeah, it's so good. And Slapping not only the that, but if you, logo if you look in the background, if you look in the background uh, during the Matt on Guard trial, or, wait, no, yeah, that's Matt on Guard. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah that, uh, you can, you can see that, um, 
you can see that uh, that Adrian Andrews confirmed lesbian is in there, so there is lesbian representation is in this movie. Yeah, about Yay. as much as a Marvel flick. Yeah, yeah, blurry uh, and in the yeah. background, just like in Star Wars. If it's good enough for Star Wars, it's good enough for me. My favorite part of this is when Edgeworth pulls out a Jam and Ninja guitar and he does mm-hmm. strum a chord. It's kind of yeah. like it's kind of like having Clavier here. It's all mm. I. I was just about to say it. Almost, almost feels like they remembered Clavier for a second. I wish mm-hmm. they would have shown Shelley to kill her. Um, mm. Yes. I mean, uh, oh yeah, I, I love Shelley to kill her so much. He's he's yeah. so good. Um, and we get like this final bit of Phoenix Wright saying objection, and it turns into the logo, and that's the end. Mm-hmm. I love that. Very... I want to rate this movie immediately. It is yes. five yes. out of five attorney's badges as a film. It is five out of five uh, steps on a ladder as an adaptation. Yes, I fully agree. This shit yep. was made with, if not like an unapologetic love for the source material, then at least a willingness to be unapologetic about the source material. You know what I mean? Yeah, I give yeah. A, a solid 4.5 out of 5 steps on a ladder for, for adaptation, just because I don't like what they did with Red and White. Mm-hmm. Um, right. Taking half a point off for Red White. Mm-hmm. Um, Alright. I'm, uh-huh. fi- I'm going 5 out of 5 dudes rocking. Yes, mm-hmm. yes, 5 out of 5 dudes rocking, 5 out of 5 nickel samurais. Uh, five out of five bird actors. <laughs> five out of five evil magistrates. Mm. This is easily the best movie we've ever talked about on this podcast. It's so good. Not it, even like, a competition. Watch this mm. movie, and also, like... It, it's a Christmas movie. It is a Christmas season. movie, because it is Turnabout Goodbyes, uh, the movie. Um, but yeah, play play the first Ace Attorney game, and also mm. watch this movie. Because yeah. they're both good. Yeah, and, uh, yeah, this movie's, you can rent it for four bucks on YouTube. It's, it's cheap, it's easy, and you'll, you'll love the whole, you'll love it. Yeah, um, it's, 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 it, it, or it just rocks me- or my just whole message- bod all the way through. <laughs> just message me and I'll, I'll, I'll give you the link. Uh, this, yeah. Parody, 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 parody. I would say the this- link to the YouTube. Well, uh, I would say, yeah. I, yeah, I'd say the same. The link to the Amazon.com also... purchase import link. Message me mm-hmm. and I will give you my password and name for my YouTube, my Google account. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, so, I believe we got some questions. You guys got a ton of questions. Oh no. Oh, oh, I gotta see this. This is a special, epi- this is a very special episode of, of, uh, Video Game the Movie, the podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that it's three hours long. Um, this yeah. is a very long episode. I'm going to have a lot of fun editing this. Uh, so, let's see. Just one question on Twitter. Sky, at Genuine No Prize, asks, I feel like the games in my experience didn't play much with the idea of being in a future setting, but this embraces that a lot more. Which do you prefer? Um, um, I would I prefer... say... Sorry, you go first. I prefer the games. Um, I prefer the the sort of near future um, things of the games because I, I feel like they do rely on the supernatural elements as you go mm-hmm. on, and that would get weird if it was also in the future mm-hmm. instead of some just think, vague a few years after now. I, I think it works fine in the games where it doesn't lean into it as much, but I think it was the right decision to lean into it 
for this movie because it's a yeah. good way to keep that like over the top energy going in the set design even though it's mostly just a courtroom yeah i think that uh, like having it uh it, it, like i feel like the 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 necessity that was the mother of invention for this movie was the court record and that kind of just necessitated that they needed to set it in the future so that they can have holograms to show the evidence yeah 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 i um, definitely agree with what maxi said i i have um you know i have like whatever i played Whichever thing media I consumed first, like brain rot. So I'm like, no, the games are better because yeah. they're like closer to my heart. But I, I think Max is absolutely right that the um, it was the right choice for the movie adaptation. Yeah, I think they both work for. I, I, I know that this is a a coward's answer, but it's literally how I like to view media is that they're both uh good, the right decision for the media that they were doing, and they result in interesting things to talk about either way. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sky also asks, "What animal would you let take the stand for you in a very serious murder trial?" Oh, Marshall, my cat. Hmm. Zizi, my cat. I'm feeling. I don't know why, but I'm thinking a turtle. A turtle would be good. They have long memories. Yeah, no, they're wise. They don't. They have very short memories. I don't even know if they have memory. <laughs> Turtles are so fucking stupid. But um, they live for a very long time. Well, they're always wise in stories. Mm-hmm. So if we were in a video game, yeah, but so sense. are owls, and they don't have big brains. The owls yeah, but are if stupid you, as but, fuck. If, but if we were in a video game, then mm. the owl would be smart. My IQ is very high. I think I would want whatever animal is funniest. Oh yeah, so like, so uh, I might go with like an orangutan. <laughs> Yeah, an orangutan would make that would be funny. It Especially would be funny. Like, like it's the is the animal that's most likely to also be a murderer. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's true. Uh, at least if you're in a mystery. Uh, I would like a cat boy to take the stand for me. They're not animals; they're people. Listen, mm-hmm. if if we're getting into like kimonos or whatever, could I just like have my own persona take the stand, or would that be like representing myself? Yeah, I mean, if I, mean, I if I were to have a cat, yourself. if I were to have an animal like person, I would have Grahatia take the stand for me. Uh, mm-hmm. Anyway, uh, yeah. So I would have the. I mean, I would just have the orca from the Ace Attorney case where you defend an orca. That case sucks shit. That is one of the worst cases in the goddamn series. <laughs> hey, hey I never I played talk? that one either. Can I talk for a second as somebody who's played Justice for All? Hmm. I don't get the hate on Turnabout Big Top. No, Turnabout Big Top is good. I think that the investigation segment is insane, and the gating is very hard to get around sometimes. Mm -hmm. But the trial itself is fine. I yeah, I think the main, uh, I I would say most of the hate for Turnabout Big Top comes from the fact that it's a love triangle that involves a sixteen-year-old girl. Yeah, that's Mm -hmm. the other part. That does seem pretty bad. That's the part that that. Max, I, Maximilian sure, Galactica sure is a fantastic name, but he is a, uh, he is canceled. He's, he's a pervert. Yeah, he's canceled. Uh, now let's move on to our, uh, Discord questions. Uh, our first question from Casey Cosmos is, got an ace attorney witness you particularly enjoy? Oh. Got one you fucking hate? Um, I like Yara Tornado. 
Um, Which one is she from? Uh, she's the she's the titty clown. Ah, I think I've seen images of this one in uh, Justice <laughs> for, in uh, Spirit of Justice. I really um, like the uh, Bones Brothers from Great Ace Attorney Part One. Yes, they are very good. Uh, there's a lot of it. Yeah, uh, they're all so good. Um, I know. I'm 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 racking my brain right now. I like um, the Bunny Sisters. Also, in Spirit of Justice. I like a lot of the characters in Spirit of Justice. I just don't like the game. Um, yeah, I like yeah, Adrian same, Andrews same. a lot. I like I like a, the we stand a codependent lesbian queen. Uh, uh, yeah, speaking of, I think Aura Blackpool has to be my pick. Yes. Uh, why are all the lesbians codependent? Uh, why, why do they kill the gays? Um, oh. now in fairness, they kill a lot of people. Their game's about murder. True. But I'm, not, I'm not saying there's nothing to criticize, but statistically. You know what? Fair enough. <laughs> yeah. It is, it is a murder mystery. I, I liked Alia Hawthorne. I will say, just once, I want to I want to see a Phoenix Wright case that's just about like grand larceny. You know, right? I want a tax fraud case. Yeah, I want. I, yeah, I mean, there is one about stealing. It just also involves murder. Um, um, yeah. The uh, if you want that, if you want cases that are more like, because I I think. That not all the cases in Gyakuten Kenji or, uh, uh, the, uh, the, the Edgeworth games are, are oh, okay. murder cases. Uh, they're also very good games, in my opinion. Oh, I, listen, I really liked, uh, the first Ace Attorney Investigations. Yeah. Did they ever the localize second, the second one? Uh, no, but there's a fan translation that's very I mean, good. obviously there is. Mm-hmm. Uh, the main thing I remember about Ace Attorney Investigations is, uh, the hyena lady. Is really fun. God, she's so good. And I love like young Gumshoe sharing a Swiss roll with Baby K Faraday. Yeah, there's a lot of girl bosses in um in investigations who I'm very I'm very keen on. The secondary antagonist of the entire game, very good. Um, uh, Do we have one we yeah. hate? Uh, do we have one that we hate? Yeah, I mean, we, we've talked about Wendy Oldbag. Um. Yeah. Here's the thing. She does fun. rule the, like, she sucks. Yeah, but she, she rules. is a girl boss, and we do need to stand, but, uh, she also sucks shit. <laughs> uh. Now I'm trying to think about East Attorney Investigations. Did I hate anybody in that? I hate, there's a character in two that I hate. Um, yeah, I did, I did not play that one. Uh, he's he's a really shitty boy. Um, I I just find all the ones in I I I'm just drawing a blank on Spirit of Justice. Like I feel like I either there are characters I liked and there are characters that are just like forgettable. I didn't like politician. Yeah. Um, his name is Paul Atitian. Um Oh God, he it is, isn't it? Yeah. Uh. I think that I, I think that generally uh Spirit of Justice had a harder time with localization for whatever reason. I think it did too. I think it really yeah. Because it's uh, like, I don't know what it was. Yeah. But they struggled. I also just don't think it was very good. Um uh, So, uh Kitty Cat Herder asks What's gayer? Being gay 
Whatever the hell Phoenix and Miles Brown Edgeworth have. It's yeah. definitely <laughs> it's what they have. Ladder. It's the it's, yeah. it's yeah. Miles and Edgeworth. They it's, invent they yeah they invented like a new type of being gay. The, they invented gay too. Uh, Dark Wizard James Mason asks, "Is it considered a mistrial if the prosecutor defense start?" M- if the prosecutor and defense start making out and have sex on the courtroom floor, uh, it does no. seem it seems like a conflict of interest. No, that's just contempt of court. Um, oh, okay. That doesn't re- necessarily result in a mistrial. You just get someone else from each team. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, well, no, but that's no good. Because if it's if it's if it's Miles and Phoenix, then the only other people who are going to be on that team are Francisca and Maya. You're just going to get them making out. Yeah, so Frans- we're... Yeah. Eventually it'll be a mistrial. A yeah, but in the future... Actually, when Shit. does Justice for All take place relative to the first game? Uh, like... I don't know. It's like a, After. It, I don't know. They, I, th- I think Francisca is... is. I mean, I guess... I guess an 18-year-old can make out with a 17-year-old. But I'm not here to litigate that. Anyway, yeah, no, that's moving not... on. Alright. Uh, Kitty Cat Herder asks, if your lawyer had to bring up an, a book on evidence law with a little yellow duck on it, would you be sweating, or what? What? Uh, uh, so let, uh, me re- let me repeat that. Uh, there, there's a yellow duck ace attorney. I don't know what this is about. No, me neither. I don't the think evid- it's about it. Alright. The evidence book that he had to whip out had like a ducky on the cover of it. Oh, okay. For some reason, huh? So huh. if it, so, if your if your if your attorney had to like open a big book that says Law One Hundred and One for Dummies in the middle of your trial, how fucked do you think you are? Uh, right. If I ever go to trial, I think I'm very fucked, and I don't think anything about how the trial actually goes down will change that. Right. Uh, Hornmeister asks, which video game movie belongs behind bars? Um. Street uh, Fighter Postal 2? Probably Postal, yeah. Yeah, I'd I'm, say uh, put uh, put Uwe Boll in jail. I'm still uh, going with Street Fighter for the crime of trying to make me care about Jean-Claude Van Damme. Okay, but about Street Fighter <laughs> The Legend of Chun-Li? Haven't seen that one yet. Uh, it's like worse. Ooh. Huh. I'm interested now. Listen, we're gonna get to it, I'm sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm gonna... I, I'm gonna say a video game anime because I've never seen like uh, besides the Pokemon movies in this one. I don't have that's not my area of expertise. I'm gonna say the Dramatical Murder anime. Oh yeah, uh, I mean, for, go to jail for being too gay. I mean, that's uh, what they're gonna get me for someday. Yeah. Uh, Casey Cosmos asks, and this is our final question: What is your breakdown animations? <laughs> that's such a good question. I wrote that down so that I could like spend this episode thinking about it, and then I did. I didn't spend any time thinking about it. Huh. Um. Let's see. I would start. Uh, in all honesty, it would probably be I. Uh, it would probably be a Matt on guard style. Where you I, rip I tend off to kind of. I kind of. I'm. I'm. There's probably too much information, but I'm kind of a skin picker, so oh. that just feels. It 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 feel it feels right if I were like uh being found guilty of murder or about to confess to a murder. I that 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 seems 
pretty on point. Mm-hmm. I Ever frantically since I was a... do oh, uh, sorry, up God. close magic and then die. Uh, uh, ever since I was a kid, Maxie, what were you saying? Well, ever since I was a kid, I have cried when I get really angry. So, oh, me too. It's the worst. Uh, so I would just be like sobbing and maybe also gnawing on my arm. Yeah, uh, mm-hmm. I would cry and bite my fingers until my arms were like stubs, uh, and then fall down. Uh, hmm. I don't know why, but for some reason, I'm imagining. When I've had, like, moments, I'm thinking punching myself in the face and maybe, like, running in a circle or something. I don't know. No, I kind of like that. I'm, Dan, I'm imagining you, like, with your hands up, kind of, like, making a lap around the witness stand. Yeah. (laughs) It is very very funny. I'm I'm imagining you're doing, like, a shadow boxing thing a lot of times Mm. in the trial, and then at the breakdown, that just escalates into you starting to throw punches at yourself. I would would rip masks off and reveal another person underneath until there's nothing left. (sighs) You pull off a mask and it's just the same face. Yeah. Uh, I, yeah, I pull off my mask and I'm just me, also. Yeah. I pull off my Giga mask to reveal a smaller Giga underneath. Yeah. Okay, I know what I said. Than... I know what I said about running around in a circle, but now I am thinking about that fucking Three Stooges whoop 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 run around on the floor. You thing. run around in the circle until you, like, carve in a, like, an indent into the, uh, the floor of the. the yeah. Room. And, like, indented somehow is the word guilty. Uh, <laughs> that's so good, Dan. Um, uh, I I think if Giga and I were both on trial for murder, um, I which think would be, yeah. Yeah, yeah, which we would be for the joint murder that we we both did. Um, uh, I think a very funny dual breakdown would be the video of the guys hitting each other with chairs and then kissing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's a good one. Um. Hmm. Yeah, I think that wraps up questions. Uh, let me think. What do we do now? Um, oh, I wanted to know next month. Uh, next month. Oh boy. Uh, we, this is one I've been planning for a while. In fact, they came to me for this one. Uh, January's episode will be another Takashi Miike joint. Oh. Uh, we're talking about, uh, Ryuga Gotoku with uh, Kamurocho radio hosts, Jordan and Argyle. Yeah. Oh my goodness, you guys. It's gonna be a fucking banger. Mm-hmm. Alright, uh, let's do some plugs. Uh, guests, you go first. Me, Giga. Uh, you go, yeah. Me, Giga. Um, I'm going to be, um... Uh, hi, I'm Giga. You can find me on Twitter at Gigalithic. I um, don't tell anybody, but I'm I might be doing a few commissions over winter break. Just if <gasps> you're in the market for me to draw something for you. Um, mm. uh, nobody I draws a big tittied lady like Giga. I yeah, I do draw nice nice women, but also all sorts of other things. So don't. I mean, we all love nice women, but you know. I'm, 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 I can do a lot of things. I'm not, <laughs> that's, anyway. Um, so yeah, if you, if you want to, if you're like a friend and you want a commission, uh, just get in touch with me. 
I can't make any guarantees, but uh, I will try to do something for you before I have to go back to school. Uh, you can also hear my voice on uh, on a podcast called Zero to Zero, uh, where we talk about superhero movies, but not the Marvel ones. Uh, that's I, that's pretty much just. I mean, we talk about the DCEU ones specifically. Uh, currently, um, we're on Shazam. Uh, oh boy, we've taken a week off this week, but we'll be back next week. Um, and uh, yeah, it's it's funny. Uh, friends, friends, Val and uh, Sam host that with me. And it's a rip roaring good time, uh, family friendly. No, um, not family mm-hmm. friendly. Don't show it to your parents. Okay, I'm just talking at this point. Uh, All right, <laughs> Giga. For the rest of my life, I'm gonna think about uh, the time that you like replied to the zero to zero tweet and said, I didn't think Aquaman was that good. And Sam said, I am editing the episode right now. And three different times I've had to turn down your audio of you screaming, this is the greatest movie ever. I peek a lot. And I'm also very given to hyperbole. Mm. (laughs) Uh, Me personally, I've never used hyperbole in my life. Uh, My name's Elliot. You can find me on Twitter at Kaiba Liker. Um, I, uh, used to and will again, uh, co-host Pod of Greed with Dan and mm-hmm. uh, four of our other dear friends. Uh, so, uh, even the episodes without me are still good. So you should definitely yeah, go give it. Yeah, I was on one of the set episodes without Elliot. Aww, mm-hmm. just like two ships in the night. It was about a vampire. Uh, oh man, I missed a lot while I was out in the desert. Uh. That that's me. That's all I'm up to. So uh, take it away, hosts. All right, uh, Maxi. Sure thing. You can find me on Twitter and Tumblr at Max Knightley. That's M A X K N I G H T L E Y. And I'm also on the podcast Idolon Playtest, where me and a bunch of other friends are testing out and playing through a tabletop RPG based on JoJo's Bizarre Adventure and Persona, but way gayer. And there's vampire. Well, there's vampires in JoJo, but they kind of stop being relevant after a while. It's a pretty neat podcast. People like it. People think we do a good show. People love the soundtrack, which I'm very proud of. Mm-hmm. Uh, so give it a listen. We're actually finishing up season two pretty soon. Uh, mm-hmm. So there's like a bunch of stuff to just listen to while you're yeah. at work or on the bus or chilling, whatever. Uh, I'm Dan. You can find me at a lot of places. You can find all those places at linktr.ee slash big underscore challenges. From there, you can find my Twitter. You can find my other podcasts, which include uh, Pot of Greed, as I mentioned before, Sonic Shuffle, uh, Sonic Lord podcast, uh, video game. Wait, shit, that's this one. Uh, <laughs> we well, can yeah. still find it there. Yeah, uh, you can find the Sonic Shuffle. Uh, there's also my finished podcast, Chill Bleed, which Giga was on. I was also on that. Yeah, and Stranger's Fiction, and 
an actual play podcast focused on one-shots. Uh, and last but not least, you can visit at Xbox underscore holiday, where Usher celebrates holidays with Xbox. Happy New Year, Xbox. Happy, Happy New Year, Year Happy, Xbox. Happy, Happy New Year, Xbox. Happy Boxing Day, Xbox. Happy Almost Happy. Christmas, Xbox. Happy Almost Christmas, Xbox. Uh, Happy Pashmina's birthday in Animal Crossing, Xbox. Wow, good job. Good nice. for her. Uh, and, uh, you can also, and you can also find this podcast, uh, or you can find it, uh, on Twitter at VGTMTP. From there you can find our Discord. And you can also find us on noisepace.xyz. Uh, noisepace.xyz is a podcast, I'll call it a network, uh, where lots of podcasts that that me and many of many of us are also on. Mm-hmm. Uh, you mean podcasts like Kyle XY? You mean yeah, like Kyle XY, the internet's the internet's premier podcast where they talk about the show Kyle XY. Yes, that's what I hear. You mean uh, you mean podcasts like Pod of Greed? Podcasting yeah. is forbidden in the cloud recesses. Mm-hmm. It uh, is. With famous podcasters there. Roy and Fallon. Wow. Mm-hmm. Nightmare and Nera, mm-hmm. hosted by Nana Roy. Uh, yeah. There's also a new one, Forward Forward Re Zero, uh, which uh, features uh, Sarah, Miam, and uh, Sonic Shuffle co-host Morg uh, going through Re Zero. Oh, I thought uh, it was going to be about Konosuba. No, it's about Isekai Quartet. Oh. Uh, I thought it was going to be about emails. Uh, let's see. Yeah, there's lots of podcasts on there, and they're all really good. Uh, Alright. And let's take it to a close. I'm tired and hungry. Uh, I'm Dan. We, and we're approaching the three-hour mark. <laughs> yeah. My mouth is so dry. Yeah. God damn, I'm, we really are, huh? That's crazy. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I'm Maxie. Hi, I'm Giga. I'm Elliot. And this ain't no game. Bye. 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 Bye.